This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, uh, we got a new sponsor today. Uh-oh, who we got? Uh, we got Tidal. Jigga what? Jigga who? We, we, we with Jay-Z, y'all? Oh. Are we, hey, I, why do you? Why do you? Why are you saying we're with Jay Z? Because this is Jay Z. I thought it's a little Wayne's thing. No, man, this is this is Jay Z's baby, right? Oh, well, right? Yeah, title right. is Jay Z's like, 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 like business baby. Yeah, it's well, let's a, describe it's, it. What? Yeah, it? it's a global entertainment platform that's built for fans, right? Directly from artists all around the world. And title members enjoy exclusively curated content that directly connects artists with their fans. I mean, you get exclusive music videos. I mean, you want to see that feeling myself video before it even got on YouTube? You need a title. Live streams, interactive experiences, chance to win tickets. Uh Uh-oh, I want to win some tickets. Did you want that new Rihanna album before it got leaked? Get title. Let's add it. Specifically, though, we're talking today about Title College's Social Wave for Change. Oh. This is really cool, y'all. Seriously. Wait, so, so uh, title and artist owner Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. they are partnering uh, to promote community service among college students by rewarding them for making an impact in their communities. Ah, see, now through the end of the month, any undergrad college student at a four-year university can participate. Wait, what about two-year universities? Four-year universities. It's got to be a four-year, man. Damn, I... Yo, sorry if y'all just doing associate program. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be for you. Man. You got to be in there for the long haul is what he's trying to say, I guess. <laughs> Can participate in Title College's uh, Social Wave for Change to win a Lil Wayne concert near his or her school. Lil Wayne concert? Yeah. What Lil Wayne. What is that? That's my Lil Wayne impression. A milli. A milli. A milli. A milli. Yeah. What is happening? What is happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you want to go, just go to title.com or check out Title's social media channels for more information. Like yeah. they're on like at title on Instagram and at title high five on Twitter. You gotta but make sure you use that hashtag. No, this is important. This is the important thing. That yeah. hashtag. Hashtag title X change. That's right. One more again. Title X change. I get what they're For doing. what? Why are we doing that hashtag, James? Yo, you get a chance to have Lil Wayne perform at your school. Did you hear that? Lil Wayne at your school. Yeah, but this is the important thing. You and your college, you're doing something good in the community? Are you helping the people? Then let us help you. Nah, man, forget that. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Students can post a photo or video on Instagram or Title's Facebook of them completing some kind of community service using hashtag TitleXChange, and you get a chance to win little way at your school. Yeah, and you should be doing good for the community because you want to do good for the people around. No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> little way at your school. Yeah, it's about, this is about little way. Because finalists, finalists will get a title, a silent disco event at their school. And then the winner receives a little Wayne concert. So, I mean, yeah. even if you're a finalist, you get some. Yeah, and then the thing is, you'll feel Silent so good disco. about yourself because you helped out, you know, maybe the homeless people or, like, the kids I mean, in the neighborhood. But a the, silent disco, though? Or but a silent disco? That's not uh, or Lil Wayne at your school, though? Does Nicki Minaj yeah. come with him, though? Lil Wayne, though, does, son. Does Nicki Minaj come But oh, Lil Wayne, God. though, son. That's true. Lil Wayne is hot, though. Listen, just go to title.com or check out Title's social channels for more information, okay? You can go at Title, T-I-D-A-L, if you guys are like, how do you spell Title? You, I don't know how you're in college, but anyway, at Title <laughs> so on Instagram and at Title Hi-Fi on Twitter, all right? That's it. Title, hashtag Title X Chains, yeah. post it. 
there's so much happening for black folk in movies right now, guys. Coming out of Sundance, our boy Nate Parker just got the 17.5 million distribution deal for Birth of a Nation. It's the biggest one? Biggest one in Sundance history. Wow. He also recently just got the, uh, well, through Sundance, he won the um, Grand Jury Prize and the Audience Award for Birth of a Nation. So... Kevin, here's the thing. Jarrah mm-hmm. is mad about this. What is the thing? No, I'm no, I'm no, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy he exists. I'm happy he 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 made this movie. To me, I wish the movie would have been about something other than a slave. Even though, even though this is the brave heart yeah. of slaves, yeah, that uh, well, turned. I just wish. Now, I just wish it wasn't. You I know like how you put that. You but, know, so like, white, I, we got white audience too because like they know Braveheart. White people love Braveheart. Sure. So I, like, I, everyone, everyone loves Braveheart. Love right? Braveheart. You know, yeah. so it's like I just wish maybe it was like you know maybe he was like a dad or like a cool movie about like a family. <laughs> why do like, you? But why? What about it? I don't know. What about like, it makes you mad specifically? Like oh, no. Parker what was a thing? family man. You know, he didn't know. <laughs> no, the thing is, I think this thing is, 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 is difficult because I'm really excited that like this opportunity came up. Like I'm happy that the biggest Sundance like this purchase happened to a black guy. I just wish that. Because most of the time, the movies that do get the accolades are movies about the black struggle, right? 12 Years a Slave, you know, like, and this movie technically is about the black struggle. Again, yes, it's a great movie, which is awesome, but I just wish we could get accolades for other stuff. But do you know why that happens? It's because when you take a subject like that, like slavery, like history, particularly black history, you kind of can't, you, people, I think, take great pains to make it. Accurate, or just make it sort of uh, uh, a film. If you're right. to make yeah, it a yeah, big yeah. thing, you can't. Um, there isn't a lot of margin for error for messing up. Just an example, as an example, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. It has to be this big. I'm here. Picture, you know. Mm-hmm. So right. I think that's why movies like that, like Twelve Years, and like you know, unless you, you know, like Quentin took Django and said, "I'm going to do this whole crazy thing about yeah. you know." Um, Nothing against the movie, but he just kind of did yeah. a different thing with it. Whereas this f- feels like a very heavy, weighty film. And I think anytime you, you do that, as opposed to, you know, the best man holiday or whatever. The, right. You know what I'm saying? See, right. I, like a question about that, for instance, like um, Nate Parker was in um, Beyond the Lights, right? Great uh-huh. movie, I think. Okay. He was great in it. Um, and when I think of that movie and I put that movie up against, it's like, I guess it's a romantic film, right? Mm-hmm. I put it up against Silver Linings Playbook. Which is another kind of like romantic movie with the leads. Like Jennifer Lawrence, both of them were nominated for Oscars. Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence yeah. won for that movie. The movie was and nominated too. For- and the movie was nominated. And the thing is, I'm thinking about like just the, just the experiences we witnessed in those movies, right? Yeah. And my thing is like, I'm so happy Breath of Nation exists, but it's like, why? Why, what about those movies that still take the quality to make a good film? Yeah. Beyond Lights was great. It was scripted well. The acting was great. Clearly, because you know Nate Parker is a guy we're talking about now. Like, what? So why? Why does? But it's the. You pro- wanna- what? Yeah. Well, no. You well, just ahead. is the problem that so much money is going to this particular movie? No, versus- it's, it's it to me is like I just I just I'm just curious at why there are great movies and like sometimes the accolades for performers and people of color only come from when that movie is related to the struggle of being like black or like the struggle of right. being like whatever. Right. Like, were they ever? Were there ever be like a black revenant, or like a? Were there ever or, be a black like silver a, linings playbook, or, or like, like an a, Asian like one, a, or, or like a, yeah. like a like a I don't know, like a movie with like like a like a black taxi cab driver who's just like a normal guy? Are you? Who just? Are you talking about the movie that you're in? Wow. Are you that? trying to just pitch? <laughs> are you talking about the movie that you're in? 
No, no, no. no, 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 no. You only have like a couple of lines. I'm talking about No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like maybe like I don't know in the back of the cab like there's like a this dude who you don't know who he is and then it turns out he's like uh, like an assassin or something. Somebody's trying to segue. Are you talking about? Oh, he's talking about. He's talking, collateral. Collateral. he's talking about collateral. He's talking about Oh, are we talking about collateral on this podcast? Yes, that's what we're talking about. Oh, today. snap. Yeah. That was a good that was a very good segue because <laughs> oh, you could have went two different ways yeah, with that yeah, segue. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe it's time to get into the show. Play that music. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy What more can I say? Say what All right, welcome, welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. What's Hollywood up, people? Oh, we here. Good Lord. I love saying Hollywood <laughs> City. I say Hollywood City every, every time. Every episode. Uh, every episode. I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third. I'm Drew Milligan. And we have a special guest. You were the worst well, at drum rolls. Is that good? Is that? Is it sound? No. I can't hear. It sounded it. like twelve bees like Did coming it? into the yeah. mic. Did it? Some hummingbirds escaped. Okay, on, I was me. about to get an epipen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, it's no, the, no, the, it was the same. You literally made the same. You just went I wanted to make it very. I wanted to make it special. That's yeah. the, the worst drummer of the orchestra. That's what that is. <laughs> I gave it a shot. <laughs> I, I, I gave it a shot. <laughs> I did my best. I was trying to whiplash it. You know. No, no. So we got <laughs> no. Uh, we got right. the co-hosts of Denzel is the greatest actor of all time. Period. Podcast. Denzel's pretty good, man. Denzel's damn good. He's all right. Yeah. He's damn good. <laughs> you know, that guy can act. You know, that guy should win some awards, man. Yeah. Someone uh, should give him a trophy or something. Writer for John Oliver's Last Week Tonight and recent WGA winner, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. No, that yes. counts. That counts. No, man. Last year. It was, la- it was well, last year. Last yeah. year's. I mean, did it happen again? Yeah, oh, happening next month. Next month. So it's still recent. It's recent. It's recent. It's recent. It's still recent. It's, recent. it's, recent. it's, recent. Right. it's, recent. it's still recent. <laughs> yes, technically, I'm the. Yeah, we're the. The. Yeah. The. 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 The, the world. The world. The world. Champion. Champion. The world. The world. Champion. <laughs> the the world champion. Uh, it's Kevin Avery, everyone. Kevin hey, Avery. Kevin Avery. How are you guys? Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for lending me your lotion. Uh, you're yeah, welcome. We, that was the whole thing. <laughs> but you saw how much James wanted. James, everyone knows, is so stingy with lotion. No, hold up. Is Everybody- it, wait. Is it specifically, is it that you're stingy in general, or is it just lotion? It's just, it's specifically lotion. There's Why a, is that? Just, when people ask me for lotion, there's a feeling inside <laughs> of just like, oh, I'm about to lose something very precious to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I, I mean, just saying, if you know, it's expensive. And uh, where do you travel to get your lotion? It makes you it, like feel like you got to take a, a trip. I just, I, I mean, just every time I get lotion, my bank account is not like he like, buys twenty. The minimum. Lotion. Wait, no, but just he think buys about twenty dollar lotion. The, the minimum. The oh, minimum you. that you have to have in a bank account is twenty five, right? <laughs> oh <my laughs> Before they alert you. Before you get an embarrassing email Before that you all your friends email. see because it shows up on your phone, like what? BFA would like to and alert so you. So then I go and I get lotion, yeah. be it twenty dollar lotion, oh, or be it just tax. like a, a twelve tax. or a fifteen dollar lotion, yeah. right? And Jeez. then and that's already half of that minimum, if, or or more. You get cocoa butter, man. You don't use cocoa butter. I want my lotion to work. To be fair, why are you so poor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah. No, no, I'm not, no, you know, whatever. 
<laughs> no, but you, if you don't have that much money, you can't 20, even buy a $20 lotion. Yo, my man's like budget. struggling to keep a $25 <laughs> That is the, that's the issue that we're really... No, I need it. I need the, good, I need the <laughs> no, lotion to be good. No, I need you don't. <laughs> Yo. You don't, you don't get the need hero that. you need. You get the hero you deserve. <laughs> and lotion, you know, get some Jergens. Oh. Get the no, little man, mini bottles. Yes, man. Get the little mini bottles. Uh, I'll right. think about it, y'all. I'll think okay. about it. Okay. Uh, so, right, today... Um, <laughs> Halfway the, through this podcast, I'm going to ask you to borrow some lotion again. We're just going to watch cry. the fireworks. Uh, you won't, cry. Watch you won't want to up. do it. You need what? Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, brother. I just went and washed my hands again. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know? Oh, my God. So, for, oh, man. for those of you who may be listening for the first time, uh, uh, we review uh, films with leading uh, black actors uh, and then kind of discuss them in the context of race and the lack of uh people of color in leading roles in like major motion pictures in hollywood movies and also getting celebrated and, okay talking oh, about right. yeah i'm bringing up i'm gonna bring up the oscars yeah every oh. year every episode every until episode next until... year's oscars i'm gonna bring up how <laughs> the fact that two years in a row no people of color were nominated uh, for... so you know what is crazy so because the sag awards just happened and idris elba won yeah for best supporting actor mm. and actually for uh luther for luther so we got two in one night. But he won for Best Supporting Actor in a, in a movie, and he wasn't nominated for the Oscars, which is kind of crazy because I was like, I don't, has that ever even happened Well, before? no, it's, you, yeah. it's, it's been has rare that, that it's a person that hasn't been like nominated for both, right? Isn't that like a rarity of like you don't get a I would I would imagine it's rare, but what I'm saying is, has it ever happened before that somebody has won the SAG and then not even been nominated for the Academy? I know it's happened where somebody's uh, won the I, SAG I think and hasn't is, won the Oscar, but has somebody ever won the SAG and not even been nominated? Did you just get a ticket to the Oscars? I, I think it's rare, but has happened. Okay, cool. I mean, uh, I mean, I also feel like those are your peers voting for you. And yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, actor to actor, that's undeniably he's the guy that's – no one's going right. to argue that. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Whereas Academy members are, you know, uh, it's your average – It's uh, I think the statistic is 70%. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, like it's seventy percent over white. over. It's I think it's I think it's actually ninety percent white, ninety percent white, seventy percent over, seventy percent male, seventy percent male, and then like the median age is sixty two. Yeah, yeah, median age is sixty two. So that's who's deciding who. Yeah, they're not watching movies like straight out of yeah. they're missing uh, right yeah, uh, miss- I, it's yeah. it's the thing that they didn't like in the first they didn't yeah, like they didn't when it first came around yeah. right so you know it's just uh, right exactly uh and that's just a sliver of the pie of the problem right yeah. a- absolutely and we this this is why we have the, the podcast why we're talking about it before even the oscars it's away it's like i think somebody somebody said like it's we're like kind of talking about the face cream or something like we're like that's what like the oscars the Academy Awards are like the nice face cream. We want like a nicer face cream, but like, like the, really, like really the twenty dollar lotion. Yeah, the twenty dollar <laughs> lotion. lotion. Like the important, yeah, the very important. Right. But you trying to help the skin? But you, you trying know, to help you, the skin? You, you, you know get, what I mean? You got to get your system. Right. Yeah, you got to eat right. Yeah, you got to eat right. You got to get. Yeah, you got to be healthy. You, you know. know? So uh, <laughs> we trying to get healthy here. Yeah. We looking at you, James. What? We looking at you? I thought we were talking about the Oscars. Oh yeah. No, what we're talking about today is Collateral. The movie Collateral came out two thousand four. Stars. The, I'm raising two, my hand. There are I... two stars. <laughs> Why? Before we, can I just give out the specifics of the film? <laughs> there are two it. stars. <laughs> Put his hand down. Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. Okay. Wait. <laughs> 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 the movie was uh, very... 
It was well Highly, received. Yes, very well received. Like yeah. 86%, I think, on Rotten made Tomatoes. Made over 200 mil. Made over 200 yeah. mil mm. off of like a 60 million Yeah, budget. and it came out in August, which you know, that's like 10 And it's rated R. And, and it's rated, rated R. R. It's yeah. hard for rated Michael R. Mann directed it. Michael, yeah, Michael Mann, Mann directed it. Yeah. And it was nominated for, I think, two. Best, was it screenplay? I uh, was screenplay. Or yeah. editing. No, I think it won for editing or something. It, was, it got a couple nominations. It got a couple nominations. But not best movie. Uh, and Tom Cruise didn't get a nomination. Jimmy Fox did, but it was for best supporting actor. Yes, can I? Giraffe. I have my hand raised. Can I ask a question? To I'm the guessing room? it's refer- can, I, can I ask a question on the to fact? The room? Yeah, Please ask ahead. it because uh, I believe this podcast uh, reflects uh, leading yes. actors of color right. in a leading role of a studio. Why are you picture, looking at right? a producer? Yeah, I looked at everybody. I looked no, at everybody. you're looking okay. at <laughs> producer Nick. What's your, I think I know where you're going with this. I'm just saying. I mean, technically. Jamie Foxx is a supporting actor, right? No. 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 So this, this is, is the problem. This is this the problem. No, no. Problem. I'm happy to bring this up because I just want to make sure I, right. I, I so say it before here, people be like, hey, so, man. Yeah, I see yeah. It. so here's yeah. the thing. Two things technically happened. One, Jamie Foxx was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Now, he was also nominated the same year and won Best Actor for Ray. So there are Academy Award politics that we'll get into, That's- right? Crazy! I he, forgot about. It that. was a double year. He Same double year. He was he nominated twice. He could have pulled it he off. He was nominated yeah. twice. He could have pulled it off. That'd been crazy for best actor and best supporting actor <laughs> for two different films. I feel like, and that was what year? It was 2004. 2004. It was so. It was like the, the 2005 Oscars, Oscars. Yeah. for the year 2004. Yeah. Man, and that year also, Don Cheadle was nominated for Hotel Rwanda, and I mean he was good and right. Mm. Ah. Yeah, he was great. And and um, oh, I oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting what? this actress's name. But the actress who who also starred in Hotel Rwanda, who played Don Cheadle's wife, was also nominated. So there were like four people of color nominated that year, and yeah. Chris Rock hosted that year. Mm. Yeah, oh, really, that was yeah. awesome. Uh, it was a very black year. <laughs> and, but, and but you so you brought up though that there were some uh, politics at play, right? Yes. What do you what do you think those are were? In that case, do you think it was like something like nominate for supporting so that we can also nominate for leading? Absolutely. Well, I don't get how he, I mean, he's great. I think that might have been just a weird random happenstance where like he was undeniably, Mm -hmm. we got to, he's got to be nominated for best actor. And then I, you know, I guess people went. They really liked him in Collateral, but they yeah. didn't want to... They, so the, the politics... The, what I'm talking about is like when an, uh, when an actor is nominated for uh, two different movies in the same category, you can only vote for one of them. Right. And studios know that if you have an actor... So for instance, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio one year, actually it might have been this same year, uh, was nominated for Best Actor for um, Blood Diamond. And I think in the Golden Globes, he was nominated what? for Best he Actor. Won- he got nominated for Blood Diamond? Oh, yes. He was nominated for Blood Diamond and The Departed. It came out the same year. And in the Golden Globes, he was nominated for Blood Diamond and The Departed. For the Oscars, they only nominated him for Blood Diamond. And it's because the studios, and I'm sure Leo, had to decide which one do I want to push for. Because if I'm only nominated for one, if I'm not nominated for both, I will 100% not win. Because right, because people who are my fans will split the votes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. but like, but those, but those two roles in particular are leading roles. Right. So 
so was and, he the lead but of the so it's I know that's that. what I mean. Like I was would, I would say that that was supporting. He was definitely he was. the lead yeah. in the. But they could have nominated him for supporting. Actually, yeah. maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe they did nominate him for supporting in um, the Golden Globes, and he but he wasn't nominated for the Oscar. Yeah, he. So he picked Blood Diamond. To be his supporting, to be his uh, because Oscar he was nom- the lead though. I like, think if you, I think was, because but... Blood Diamond had to deal with a heavier cause. I know, but Blood Diamond essentially was an action movie. Yeah, but but well, so was the Departed, right? I'm happy you said that yeah, though because the Departed was a Scorsese. You yeah. know, it was like yes, I know it won. Way, it, was yeah. it also won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, like that was a movie that was you know. But that's interesting. You said it was an action movie because when I think of Collateral, like I like Collateral. Mm-hmm. Collateral it, in itself just. The performances were great, but this wasn't a movie that I feel like would normally get yeah, the Oscars I'm attention. A little surprised so I'm like the that. fact that like you know whether it was Jamie whoever I'm just shocked that like you know what? he even they even looked at it to be like oh this is an Oscar. But I think it was such a well sorry go ahead. <clears throat> well, no, I wonder if did did Ray come out before before oh, uh, Collateral? Uh, I bet everyone check. was so because no, Jamie's star was rising at that point. I probably came out. I, I would guess it came out after because Collateral came out in August and Ray is the Oscar bait movie. Mm-hmm. It would have probably come out November or December. Wow, he, it was it was two months apart. Yeah, so um, uh, Collateral came out August 4th. Ray came out October 29th. Huh. Right, 2004. Yeah. So it was two months apart. What did he do before Collateral? Because... <laughs> do we want so, so wait, so let's just talk about... Do you, you think that Jamie... Who... Who here thinks that Jamie Foxx is the lead in this movie? Uh, oh, I, I, I do. I do. You do, Kevin? Yeah. I, 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 so everyone knows, I was so opposed to this movie at first. I didn't think he was the lead. But then after watching it, I'm like, oh, he clearly... The movie's clearly about is, him. It's, it's about, it's clearly him. about it him. It is his story. There's no way you would even argue that Tom Cruise was the lead of Right. This. You yeah. can't successfully make that argument. So I think, here's the thing. And we talked about this in Training Day, mm-hmm. right? Because Training Day, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but like... He Denzel was nominated for and won for best actor. Yeah. But Ethan Hawke is kind of the lead in that yeah. story because like it's we start with him, we end with him. It's like it's more from his point of view and Denzel yeah. is like the bad guy. Yeah. In this movie it's the same thing. Tom Cruise is the bad guy who has the the juicier role, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and he also was the bigger star and therefore was on the poster. Oh collateral God. poster is just... Like, there are some collateral posters with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. After, Jamie Foxx a, that was afterwards. That and was Jamie Foxx is behind yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. There are, but the main posters for collateral, it's just Tom Cruise on the poster. Yes, yeah. that's who they... Yeah, I mean... That's who they sold the film. There should be... I don't understand why... And maybe this has happened before, but, but why two actors can't be nominated for a lead role in the same film. Because it's... It is that movie to me is just as much Denzel's story as right. it is, uh, uh, you know, Ethan J- Jake Hoyt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ethan, and and so um, and with it with Collateral, it is really um, it's more Jamie Foxx's story. It's yeah. about, it's about him from start to finish, and Tom Cruise is the is his you know is his foil is his is the bad guy of the film yeah. right. And uh, he's great in it. I mean, you could you can make an argument that certainly they should could both be nominated for best actor yeah. in that film. Um, I, I don't know that Jamie's performance is necessary Oscar worthy. It's great. It's yes! it's great. All right. It's great. I'm but yes! I don't know. Wait, why are you so excited? About that? Yeah, because right. people know. Because when I say stuff like that, right? They they you see how they were not. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. When I say that. 
You know what I get? Why you hating on Jamie Foxx? No, I'm not hating I was Jamie. about to. No, I I disagree. I think yeah. that I think that the the reason someone like that is nominated mm-hmm. is because it's it's a movie that grabs the attention. Yeah. Of, it's a movie that ends up grabbing the attention of the Oscar people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then it is a different Jamie Foxx than they are used to seeing, and then yeah. because of that. He gets nominated. I like, agree. Like that doesn't mean I. No, I see what you're good, saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying. I don't necessarily think that it was the greatest. When you let's let's just act as if it's a, a it's a, a leading role. If it's a best actor, you compare that to Ray. Yeah. Ray's the performance in Ray is, is far superior, I think, to right. his performance in Collateral. Not to say Collateral wasn't great; it it was great. It was a good movie, but I I think <laughs> that um, it, and he yeah he was great in it. I just it, it to me it didn't totally get to the. You it know, was like why is that? It why is, is it well, the pinnacle yeah. of acting right. for that year? Yeah. Why is but, it in the t- in the? Yeah. It, it, he was be- uh, he was better as um uh, d- 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 and Ali and Ali yes uh, yes, yes. Uh, he is great in Ali he's great in Ali uh, and he wasn't nominated for that though he wasn't yeah. he was John, he, he wasn't what? he he wasn't nominated. no, no John Voight so. was nominated yeah he wasn't nominated oh, for that right. the movie he did just to answer the question before yeah. before <laughs> the movie that Jamie Foxx did before um collateral was breaking all the rules. You remember that was romantic that comedy? Right before was that, it was right. It was the same no. year. It was like yeah, it was the same was it, year. Was that the condom one? It was. Uh, hold on. It was the one I think it was Vivica Fox. Hold on, let me just was it there one with him and Tommy Davidson, and there was just no, not that one. That's booty, booty call. That's booty call. Yeah, that's that was in the nineties. How could you forget? Either he's a writer or the woman is a writer, oh, and right. he's like, it's the one where he bites his hand to, and it like bleeds, and like yeah, you know, yeah. human beings. Can't bite themselves because it's this whole. That's yeah. the thing I remember about the movie is the biting of it. Yeah, uh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's when he had. That's when he had the frill with the with with the twist the on top. Right. With the twist yeah. on top. Morris Can't, Chestnut is in it, right? Yeah, Morris Chestnut yeah. and Gabriel Union. Oh, Morris Chestnut. All right. This so this is what I want to do. I want to put a pin in this in the Jamie Foxx discussion for a second. Okay. Let's go to first initial reactions right to this movie. And Kevin, I want to start with you just because mm-hmm. we're talking about Ray, but you wanted to do Collateral. Yeah. Not Ray. Just, Which he won for. So why is that? I just didn't want to sit through Ray. <laughs> as, much as, I, as much as I love it, I'm like schedule's kind of tight. I can, collateral. I, is, I love that movie. Right. It's, it's and I've seen it a bunch of times. And uh, it's one of those movies I can watch. You can again. watch, I can watch it again and, again and go, again. Yes, that thing. Oh, I can make a point about that. I can. And yep. it just I can't. I because I had the yeah, with the Denzel schedule. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I got I got to watch two movies. And two, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, you know. So. Um, <clears throat> That's why I could have also done The Kingdom, because uh, right. that's another movie oh, that I'm like, yeah, yeah The Kingdom, yeah, I like that. But um, so I and I just love that movie. I really love, I love Tom Cruise in that movie. Yeah. I like Jamie. I love Jamie Foxx in that movie. I don't want to, you know, um, and the and the interplay between the two, and it's <laughs> and it's also a story I can identify with. I think as a performer, I think as an artist. You, uh, you. It's easy to fall in the trap of going. I'm going to do this thing. And what, and, as, anybody really, mm-hmm. you know, to have to set this goal for yourself, yeah, and and then not do it, right? Because it's easy to, especially I think in in you know the entertainment business, uh, in the performance business, it's easy to not do stuff. It's yep. easy to stay at home and not go hang out at the club. That you should be hanging out at just just to show your face, even though right. look, mm-hmm. I've been doing this for ten years, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, and I th- and that really resonates with me, uh, you know, so totally, yeah. yeah. 
to Uma. Oh, I don't know. Uh, watching this movie, the thing is, I actually didn't realize I owned the DVD. This movie, I, yeah, me too. I was so, I was, yeah, man, it was like, it's just a good movie, man. The thing is, it's funny because in talking about this movie, I know I got to focus on Jamie, but almost everything about the movie I liked a lot. Like, I yeah. liked Tom Cruise playing a villain. Mm-hmm. I thought the way they showed, here's the one that I say was really well done. Like, I watched in the, on the DVD, they had to, like, the behind the scenes of, like, just the auditioning and stuff like that. And just the positions that they would go into, like, when they were in the cab, like, when Tom Cruise would be in the peripheral, when he'd go right behind them. And just, like, you could see, I think that helped Jamie and they both helped each other. Just, like, you could see him be vulnerable. If a dude is behind you, threatening you, and you're driving a car, you get super vulnerable. And you yeah. saw, like, those tight shots, those mm-hmm. tight um, dash cam shots, mm-hmm. which yeah. is great. I mean... I mean, the way it was shot, too, like, shot with, Absolutely. like, camera. This was the first time they used some particular, like, digital cameras so yeah, you could shoot with, Viper. like, low light or yeah. something. I mean, I, it was, yeah. yeah. It's one of the first films that shot mostly in oh, digital, it's like, right? it's like George Lucas did a lot of, lot of digital for the, the Star Wars prequels, which came out, like, well, two of them came out before this. But, like, there was still, like, this idea that to be artistic, yeah, do film. you have to do film. Mm-hmm. And this... <laughs> Uh, it was. I think it was. I think it might have been nominated for cinematography. It's definitely one for best editing. But like, people saw this film and they were like, "Oh, this feels just as artistic, if not yeah. more so than a lot of the, these films that were shot in film." And so, it was one of the monumental films that like helped shift yeah. that movement. And I mean, every film was gonna was going out anyway. But like, this was one of those like stake in the hearts. Honestly, <laughs> I definitely thought Jamie did a good job. I was like, because at first I was like. Uh, I'm not sure you should have got nominated, but watching, I was like, man, those t- it was that dash cam. I'm like, man, dude, I can he was see good. why he was I can see, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. seeing that yeah. dash, cam, I was like, oh, that these shots, like that face of like the fear, all, like that's it. Dude, that's a good actor. Should I go? Yeah, go ahead. So here, I really, because I really like this. I loved this film when I first saw it, and watching it again, I was like, yep, like this film is so, and it's what you're saying too. Like everything about the movie is good to me, mm. and honestly, I mean. We, we talk, we're talking about the Oscars a lot. The Oscars, everybody kind of knows, like, the movies that win the Oscars or get nominated, a lot of times, like, it's just because there's, like, a quote-unquote Oscar-type movie. Like, it has to be yeah. heavy. It has to deal with, like, some very, like, significant thing that happened in history or, you know what I mean? Like, then there are always, like, the, the outlier films. And I feel like this is one of those. I mean, even if it wasn't nominated for Best Picture... If there were, like, ten, it probably would have been, yeah. right? So, like, it's one of those films where you're like, yeah, it's not, like, quote-unquote Oscar bait, but, like, everything about it is so good. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I was disagreeing <laughs> with you, Gerard, before about, like, Jamie Foxx, because it's, I think, like, what James was saying, uh, Jamie Foxx is doing this thing that's so different than what we used to see. Even Ali, because Ali is great. But it's still like comedic in in, yeah. in his performance. You know what I mean? Like, larger than life. It's, it's larger than showy. life. Like we get it. Like we understand that Jamie can do that. And like this was to me the first time I saw Jamie Foxx do a role where I was like, oh, I, this doesn't feel like the Jamie Foxx that I know. It's mm-hmm. like, and I believed him when he was nervous. I believed his like this character that like could like <clears throat> was like confident like. Not, wasn't confident and like but in his mind just thought that he was going to be doing bigger things and just really wasn't but it was like kind of like disillusion you know yeah, what i mean he was just he like he was living. confident he was confident that's the weird thing he, about it yes yes he's confident in the beginning because the way he talks to uh jada, uh, jada pinkett yeah. 
he knows he knows his shit. Right, he knows and, his stuff. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's just talking to her like he's her therapist. And then when Tom, the dynamic is shifted when Tom Cruise gets in the car, yeah. it, which is a crazy thing that I, I realized watching this, uh, that... Sometimes your act, the performances, they work on two different levels. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, Vince and you have Max, mm-hmm. but you, in the car, yeah. and and like Max is in his world, this confident guy. Yeah, look, I got big dreams, and I'm a dad, and he's one of those dudes that talk, talk, talk the talk a little bit, but you know, but still knows his business where he is. And then uh, you have a guy named Vince who who is just running shit. Yeah, right. and and then the dynamic changes, and in this movie you have. Jamie Foxx, who's mm-hmm. coming up and, and just really starting to become 100%. a star. And then you have Tom Cruise, you know, drifting into the backseat like, hello, let me show you a thing I'm the guy two. who knows what's it's up. It's all about, you yeah. know, Jamie learning from this villain. Yes. And, and it's a similar thing with like uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta mm-hmm. when they call the wolf. And and Ky- Ky- Harvey Keitel shows up and, sir, uh, it, hey, great to work with you, man. Yeah. This has been an honor. That it, You know, you're looking at Keitel right. and Travolta and, and you know, uh, uh, Jackson kind of like re- revering this guy. Right. And so I think that's what really helped drive those performances and make them yeah, strong as they were. Absolutely. So, I, yeah, I just thought it was and, – and then just in terms of the podcast, like this was one of those movies where they don't talk, they don't talk about race – at all like nope. zero not one time and not one time not even like a not even a like a offhanded joke and not only that but like this was a movie when i watched it as uh like i, I think in high school <laughs> i was like man this is this is what i want to do like this is the kind of performance that i want to like you know what i mean this is the yeah. acting he performance was, that yeah. i want to he do i want a taxi driver. so like, i yep. want to be a per- I, th- it inspired me as just an actor and that I think to me, that's the that's what like black kids and people of color growing up who want to do stuff, and they they look to roles more like this than necessarily. Uh, again, not to put down these other films like we're talking like Twelve Years a Slave or A Birth of a Nation or that kind of thing. Like those films are important; they're they're they need to be told, and they and they are uh, they're inspirational in, in different ways. But I think as just as a purely as an actor, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is the type of film that. I really like think people can sink their teeth into. I don't know. That is your problem with Hollywood right now. Yeah. The lack of that. Yeah. Cuz it sits in the middle and it's not a it's not a 12 years a slave. It's not a straight out of Compton, which is which really speaks to even though yes, it's, it's a movie for everyone, struggle, but, but it really struggle, speaks still. to a specific audience yeah. and a spe- you know and then 12 years a slave is is such a big thing, you know, or, yeah. or even you know, I don't know, uh what's the concussion? Concussion yeah. feels like an Oscar bait type of yeah, movie. Right. We don't we don't have and when you're an Oscar bait movie, you're competing against all the other Oscar, other Oscar bait, bait movies. movies, but Where's your collateral with the black guy in it who's just a taxi driver, who's, not a black guy? And that's what we that's yeah. what's missing more. Th- that's the oh. fight. It's just people of color and women just getting roles that are just humans, you know, that are late. Yeah. That yeah. is just simple as that. You know? Like, yeah, no, I I my initial thought of this is really that like Jamie Foxx's portrayal in it is like a lesson in subtlety. Like he's so he's just a person living mm-hmm. through these this this event that's happening to him and i think that there are so many moments that are like really i talked about this with django that like and i really think i was putting a lot of it on but there's a lot of 
moments where just there's story being told, but like he's not doing anything, you know, it's just like an expression on his face or, you know, like it. And, uh, uh, like the, the, after, um, uh, the scene in the club, and like Mark Ruffalo, like is helping to get him out. Oh, <laughs> Mark no, Ruffalo. And then he, but, but then, but then he gets shot, and then oh my and God. and Jamie Foxx sits in the car, and there's that shot of him in the car, and it's just like, oh, it's so, like you, it. like, so but you feel, good. You feel everything that he is yeah. experiencing in that moment, yeah. and it's all like just the look on his face. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah. like stuff like that is so great. Um, another thing though about initially watching it again. I couldn't remember if I had seen it before. <laughs> At every moment throughout the movie, I was like, I don't think... I- wait, no, I've seen this. Up until would the you get last su- shot. Would you get surprised that something happened and then be like, oh, wait, I kind of knew that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, the whole, the whole time watching it. I was like on the edge of my seat and then like, but wait, I already knew that. Real quick, can I just say like, just to... Uh, <laughs> the, the guy who wrote this screenplay is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the screenplay is really yeah. good. Yeah. And I was watching this with with my girlfriend and she didn't know anything about it at all which made me like really excited because of knowing what this movie is because the way that this movie starts you have zero clue what it's about but it's yeah. still engaging because yeah. you're like just like it starts off with jamie fox and jada pickett smith who's also great in the movie yeah and and they have like this very like interesting kind of dynamic conversation where you're like are they flirting it doesn't it kind of feels like flirting but it also mm-hmm. doesn't like it's jamie mm-hmm. fox isn't like really trying to go after it but jada pickett smith is clearly enamored with him and they just have this very lovely scene and then all of a sudden like tom cruise comes in and even before like when he first comes in they're just having like this conversation where he's being a little bit uh antagonistic but but also still seems just like a business guy whatever and then boom the movie just changes so quickly and the the pace kind of never slows down yeah i had forgotten that we don't see Tom Cruise kill the first guy. Nope. Right. Yeah. And he I says he doesn't too. That. Remember? He's like, you killed that guy. I didn't kill him. Well, technically yeah. the bullets in the, the ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, he even like, he yeah. passed it the whole time. I've, and I thought that was a really um, smart move script-wise or directing-wise. Or, you know, um, I, the, It's weird because the script had a bit of an uphill battle. There, it's a, it, a little bit, the beginning and end hinge on a, a, a huge coincidence. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Um, yeah. Uh, somehow it's forgivable, or it's just you kind of that just goes away, and you're just you're in it. Um, Are you saying the coincidence that he just picked Jamie Foxx's car? That that he and gets, picks same. up Jada Pinkett. Yeah, gr- yeah, that's the one. And oh, then, oh, and yes, then yes, cruises yes, yes. in his car, and this all ends up with her again. So uh, you know, but it it it, they, it ties yeah, together. It ties together, and it makes somewhat. It's like a coincidence, but to me, it's not. It's not that big, just because one. I think Tom Cruise was going to that building already That's to kill Jada. Jada. Jamie exactly. said it. Jamie said he was casing it. He was like, he probably was, when he's on the phone with Jada, he's like, I think he was there. I picked him up in your car. I think he was casing the joint. Yeah, he, he was, was casing, casing it. it. So it yeah. makes sense. Like, he would be in a car and then get out in a taxi. That It's just like, I the don't timing think he was, was casing it. I think he, he wanted to was, kill her. I think that's when he showed up. To, I think she was number one on the list. I, I agree. Oh. I agree. There's a shot of him he, on the escalator, yes. and he's, he just coming misses down. her. He just missed her. And, uh, yeah, I think. And then he was like, know. he has a schedule to keep. So he was like, all right, she'll be here. She'll probably be here later. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll go. All right, let's uh, let's go to a word from our sponsor. 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 Guys, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace! Cheer, cheer! No, Squarespace, not cheer. No, it's Squarespace! Cheer, cheer! Okay. 
Uh, guys, you know, you know what Squarespace is, okay? You go to squarespace.com for all of your website needs, okay? You need a website? That's not a question. It's actually a demand. Yeah, you people, need a you website. I mean, are you a human in 2016? Get a website. Robots got yes. websites. Are you living in the digital age? All right. Here's the thing about Squarespace. You have easy-to-use tools. How easy? You don't need to know HTML code. Oh, snap. Man. They got drag and drop options. Drag and drop, though? Okay. They got intuitive designs. Oh. I can make whatever kind of website I want. You can make whatever kind of website you want. And millions of people use this, okay? Businesses all over the world. I myself have a Squarespace website, johnbraylock.com. Yeah. I have a a Squarespace website, jamesthirdcomedy.com. I'm also creating my own Squarespace website that says, my name is Drew Milligan, and I'm not jamesthird.com. Why is the the domain name so long? That's a real one. And also, why am I rotating this? That doesn't make any sense. Our podcast, actually, Black Men. Podcast. <laughs> Blackmanpodcast.squarespace.com. Listen here. If you, Squarespace is only, is, by the way, do you guys know how much it is? What? It starts at $8 a month. $8 Eight? a month. $8? $8 a month. That's, that's like less than Netflix. But that's less than a pizza. But you know what else, though? You get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Get the, get, shut the front free door. Domain? Shut a the front free door. Free domain. Shut the front door. Now the back door open. though. you know what I'm saying. If I wanted to do, I don't get it either. (laughs) I don't either. I thought it was going to sound cool. If I wanted to do like a trial website, do I need a credit card? Uh, You know what? I don't believe you. No credit card required. I don't believe you do. You guys are correct. No credit card required. Uh Oh, what? You could try a trial website today. Oh snap! And listen here. If you want an extra discount, because I know you guys like the discount, oh, right? Oh, he got the deep voice on y'all. Y'all better listen. Y'all want that extra discount? Black men can't jump, and Hollywood can hook you up. Tell, hold on, hold on, wait. Should we tell them though? Should we? Should we tell the people that we can, you know, mm, give this inside talk? trading? I, mean, I think so. I think we should. I think okay. we do. All right, all right. Spread the love. Listen here. Use the offer code Jump. Jump. What was that offer code again? Jump. Jump. What was one more time? Jump. Jump. For a ten percent discount. Oh, it was. It's ten percent. It's over five. You know, over five percent. That means people love you. Yeah. Oh yes. Ten. We, that means we love y'all. We that's a tithe. That's a tithe. That's a biblical. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get religious for just a moment. That's all a right. Tithe. Visit Squarespace today. Yeah. Squarespace.com. Use the offer code Jump. All right. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Wait. You can never say it. I was there. I was there. No, it beautiful. Was well, after we were finished. <laughs> Squarespace, build it beautiful. Also, shout out to Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. yeah. Random just randomly in it. Shows up. Also, they're supposed to be like, they're supposed to be the transporter character, right? That's, I know, that's, that's what the rumor. Yeah. Oh, really? I, mean, <laughs> I don't think, yeah. whatever. But uh, Javier Bardem. always a transporter character. He, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not that I, I don't. I don't love Jason. T- he's dope. I, I love, love the transporter. T- yeah, yeah. Javier Bardem is in this. Yep, and this is before right. he was famous. He's not even like one of like the top build people. Nope. Yeah, he's Ooh. Felix. Javier Bardem is Felix. Has to, he has to get is the, the drive He's the one who gets the. He's the one who goes Santa Claus, the Pedro <gasps> Negro. Yeah. I was looking at that guy, going, "Should I know?" That's him? Javier yeah. Bardem. Yes, he wins an wow. Oscar like four years later, or some yep. joint. Yep. Five years later, and then you know, just Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, I, I had forgotten he was in it. And I was yeah. Like, oh yeah, man, and I love when Mark Ruffalo shows up in wait, the film. Wait, now we got to talk about this though. Was oh. he? 
Was he playing a Spanish person in that movie? I couldn't tell. I was he, he was, supposed to I be a white tell. guy who was undercover playing Spanish, or was he supposed to be? Well, he didn't Hispanic. have an accent or anything. I like just that. looked at he it as as like an undercover, like kind of act. Because when he first talks, he's, he I thought the same he's thing. speaking in Spanish, and I think the idea mm-hmm. is that he's like he's undercover as like a uh, like a gangbanger or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but I think his. Whatever, at least his identity or his undercover identity is supposed to hey, be. Is he supposed to be a Latino? He was. Is he supposed that's to be? what I'm trying to. That's what I'm asking y'all. I think the fact that we have to ask is sort of like this one. You could put in the. We could. could I tr- I'm, trust me. I. I mean, I've been examining this a lot lately. Yeah. And I, some of these, I feel like, yeah, just let it. Yeah, we can let it go. I mean, I mean I'm willing one. to let it go because Mark Ruffalo is the man. Yeah, He's we said so this good. on the Beast episode. I think that was like. Every time I look at Mark Ruffalo, I'm like, is he something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't he know. Know. I don't know what Mark Ruffalo is. Yeah, we part don't really of know. what's it's the what the world is changing, it's true. and that is part of the thing. I mean, it's not it's that's different from you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, John Wayne playing, playing Genghis Khan or, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Right, yes. You know, but obviously or that was Rudy playing. Uh, what was it in Breakfast of Tiffany? Yeah, it, it's true though because yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like put like. Puerto Ricans, like there are a lot of different people who are of uh, like Latino, Spanish descent who are very fair skin, you know, and they don't look quote unquote Spanish or whatever the heck that is. I'm scared like, to think, look it up. I want to look. I, up, I, I, don't, honestly, I don't want to look it up. I don't think about it. I just wanted I'm to. I'm scared to look I just up if Mark Ruffalo know. is like, like I'm scared to look up his nationality because like I feel like, <laughs> hey. Like, for instance, the Oscars right now. <laughs> we talked about yeah, the I, Beast episode. He's close, right? I feel like. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to know. I don't want to know. No, Mark. he's not. No, whatever. No, whatever. I don't want to know. Mark. But I feel like when the character could be anybody, you it it's. I mean, you know, yeah. If you go, yeah. oh, this is a Latina character, Latino yeah. character, then you cast. Then maybe you cast a. You know, if that's what you're asking for in it's your script, and you, yeah. then you cast a Latina. You cast a Latino actor, and and you know. But if it's just as ambiguous as. I guess it, if it could be anybody, I don't know. It's a if weird it type matter, of thing. Yeah. It's not, you know, uh, you know, what's her face, uh, Mara Rooney playing Tiger Lily. Yeah, in yeah. yeah, right. And what a white dude playing Michael Jackson. I'm not yeah, that. I don't know how that's happening. Joseph, Joseph Fiennes playing Michael Jackson. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I know. I understand it. it. <laughs> There's Y'all a, there's a light skinned dude somewhere who I can play Michael it. Jackson. I know. It's a, well, that's the or that's somebody the with weird, like a, it is a weird conversation because we can, for, we can all sit here and go, yeah, that guy. He's not. You need a black guy to blah blah blah. But it, I, I know. Who I know do you about to say. get to do? Somebody what, how, does it, how does it? How does that? I I don't. It's true. It's true. It's true. He I mean, looks white. The man I mean, looks no, white. I know, but it's but there's there's, there's an actor we don't know yet, right? Maybe. Like it's an actor somewhere who's out here struggling. Who... It's probably a more fun movie if you cast an unknown. I think it would be. I you agree have Stockton Channing, you but... have uh, Brian Cox. Yeah, it just and makes then... someone like embody. Uh, yeah, and then somebody. Because yes. that way you're yeah. not distracted yeah. by like who's playing Michael Jackson. Yeah, but uh, but Mark Ruffalo. No, no. Like, his character name is Fanning. Oh, okay. So I just. I, not, I think that could very easily have been a guy going undercover, anybody, just, right? just a. I agree. A, I think overly hip white guy. Yeah. You know who's down, but um. But yeah, I think this film actually, I mean, just to jump off that point though, this film I think did a very good job with its casting. It was uh there were white and black people, Spanish people like uh Jada Pickett Smith's character is a prosecutor like a strong smart one. Too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um yes. and and it didn't feel like there were no 
real stereotypes at play. I, one of the things I noticed was I was like kind of happy that when Jamie Foxx like is like uh, tied up in the alley and he starts beeping the horn and like a bunch of white guys come over and they're the ones who try to rob him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was yeah, like, true. I was like, that's cool. Like, it's yeah, cool that they didn't true. do like a gang of like black people yeah, or like. True. Hispanics mm-hmm. robbing him. It was just like these, like these weird, like white, you know, kind of hippie yeah. white people. Uh, it felt like that. Yeah, like that made perfect. Sense. Those dudes. Those I dudes. Feel made like perfect those guys wouldn't stop and investigate a, a taxi honk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then steal the money. Yeah. But I didn't, know. didn't weren't there four of them? It was. Yes, it I was. was. Yes, it was. What, it what was. happened? There are four of them, and then all of a sudden, there's only two. I was like, what the heck? Those guys were like, I don't trust the situation. Yeah, I'm You know. But, yeah, that yeah. was weird. <laughs> I, I mean, that was a weird edit. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood, the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey everyone, it's Big Dipper. And Meatball from Sloppy Seconds, where we literally do it all. We interview some of your fave artists and performers like Shea Coulee and Lauren Lapkus. And Nicole Byer and Orville Peck and Joel Kim Booster. And Tony Soto. Do you think that people know who Tony Soto is? I don't think anyone knows who Tony Soto is. (laughs) Anyhow, we have the frank sexual conversations that you long to hear. Who's Frank? Never, never met him. We're just two friends screaming and having the time of our lives. Can't you tell from this amazing chemistry? (laughs) So please check out and subscribe Sloppy Seconds only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. New episodes every Friday. I do want to get like, I feel like, I know we don't usually do this, but like Michael Mann, like I just feel like the directing in this was so good. Yeah. Only because I think the performances, I, I think every strong performance from an actor comes from like a very strong director. And, and it was literally every time you saw Jamie's face in that car, especially when after the first person gets murdered or whatever, and he helps the guy put him in the trunk. And, you know, he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Take the cab, take the cab, take the cab. And he gets back in the cab now. He's forced back in the cab. Right. And before he moves, he's just sitting there and you just see his, like, I don't know. I'm, his eyes were just darting all over the place. I'm like that was a great shot. Yeah. yeah, like that right there showed you this dude has no clue what to do. Yeah, and I'm like that is that's such great directing. And the gunshot sounded like real guns. Michael Mann freaks me out with that. By the way, like he doesn't do he doesn't do the whole like sound. He does like real. He be shooting. He be shooting people. Like, 
does like he does like like any movie yeah like that and what was the other Jimmy Fox movie he did with Michael Mann um um Miami uh, Vice Miami Vice Miami the Vice. gunshots and I was like good Michael Mann stop man yeah freaking me out bro he likes it he likes it real yeah I like, I like man it's so hard because I I love Michael Mann I I really do I think he's a great director that I think this is my favorite movie of his Ali is up there but I a lot of times I feel he like directed Michael, Ali. Oh, I forgot about yeah. it. Did he direct sure. Ali? Yeah. yeah, I'm almost positive he did. I don't like Ali. I know he did. He, I don't like Ali. Oh, where? I, th- I, I like, I I like Ali, since. but I don't, I don't think it's great. I, I don't think it's great. Um, I haven't seen it since it came out. So. But he... I, I'm, oh, now i got to look this up. He, I mean... the. It's no, he did. He did. I'm right. There are two <laughs> very scared. big turns in that movie for Jamie Foxx. And, well, uh, the first one where he where the body falls on the car and he immediately is yeah, know, freaks out. out. I, there's a moment. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also a moment where um, he has to go in and pretend to be Vincent. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. That yes. is a tricky thing for an actor to navigate yep. because he he could have just gone in and suddenly been a badass yes and uh, you know but you you got to see scared max and the, and kind of and then that's why that confidence at the beginning is so important yep because it comes back and so, very important that yeah. very early in the movie they let you know this is a smart dude this mm-hmm. is not just some you know schmuck and uh and that that helps him when he, you know, and it shows, yeah, he's got this confidence. He has everything he needs to do what he wants to yeah. do, to get, to start that car company, to go to those islands or whatever. And you see it right there in that scene, and it's navigated very carefully. He doesn't just suddenly flip a switch and is like, tell that guy to take the gun from behind. You know, like, yeah, he, yeah. It's, it takes him a moment to, you know, it's not perfect. Yeah. It's not perfect. No, right. But he does it, he still does it it's, really, but, really but well. But you see, like, even, even the motion of him doing that, because basically you see Javier, Javier Bardem look up. So he, I feel like at that point, since he's smart and we mm-hmm. know it, he knows he's about to get shot. Yeah. Like, he knows it, because then he sees the dude step up a little bit, and he does, which I remember laughing only because of the fact that, like, he went from being confident to scared this entire time mm-hmm. so what is what is a uh, what is the geeky guy supposed to do takes off the glass it's like that's like that's yeah, the tough yeah. guy move it's like it's yeah. like tell that guy to put the gun down and it's like he just slowly <laughs> takes off the glasses and even then like you're saying that's a tricky thing for an actor is like you see him literally trying to boost himself his confidence up so he goes from like really like scrouching to like tell that guy to put yeah. his gun. and he sits up a little bit mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying he almost gets level well, Javier Bardem, I'm like, oh man, you know, you guys have changed it. I like Jamie a lot in this movie now. No, I mean, I think he's, he's good, great. man. I'm telling you, he's, he's and uh, y'all won me over. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts is uh, okay. So I'm just gonna shout out this guy, actor Barry uh, Shabaka Henley. Shabaka Henley. That's who I was just oh, yeah. about to. We have to the, talk the, about the, him. The, he's the, the jazz, the yeah, because yeah. his scene. <laughs> and now everybody's scene's great. Javier Bardem is so great, but his scene, it's so good. Like he's yeah. so captivating and. And and uh, and he and he's talking about this thing, and then the the turn like that's one of the best turns in this movie. Where oh. you, I legit, I remember the first time I saw this film, I did not. I thought because Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise, and he does it a couple times. He's so good at being just like like he's he does this moment where he's like, all right, we're ahead of schedule. Why don't we just go watch some jazz? Yeah, he's and you're like, good. all right, and like, and you think he's just messing with Jamie Fox, right? He's like, yeah. I just want to watch jazz. I'm gonna bring you along with me, and then you realize that. You know, no, this is another person he's going to kill. And when his face just drops and, like, he, like, yep. he, like, he's, like, sweating and, like, he, oh, my God. Like, that that moment is so good. And then <laughs> That's actually the best 
just acting in the whole movie. Yes, everyone's there. Jamie and Tom Cruise are great, but that one moment is that moment tops everyone's performance in the whole movie. For, I, I agree. It's, I agree. It's comical and horrifying at the same it's, time. Yeah, and Jamie has nice little comedic moments in it where he's yeah. like, where he's like, music school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, the thing is, that moment is set <laughs> up where great. it's like it's so warm. And it's so yeah. fun that you know in this movie the, the gavel's got to drop. Like something's yeah. got to happen in yeah. the moment. Uh, what, what, is, what does Tom Cruise say to him? Like he mentions like he, he says, uh, says, "Oh, the guy. Oh, I got to tell the story for the guys back in whatever the firm or whatever, Dude, whatever the it firm." Was that is. Perfect, like classic smile like, fade. <sighs> it was like the smile just slowly. Yeah, Jamie's still laughing. And then he, fun. he's like, "Look, I am not going back to jail. All right, all right. What's, what is it? You know." But see, this, this is the I, the reason that I want to talk about Jamie in this moment too. I, that guy Barry is so great, but the audience, everything that's happening to the audience is happening to Jamie. Yeah, and so I think that Jamie does such a great job at being just that reflection, and like when he realizes what's going on, and 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 him wanting to be like, "Don't please don't kill this guy," like I don't want it to happen, and when he does die, like just getting freaked out, like the audience is the same thing. It's like, "What's ha- oh my god, like what what's wrong with you?" You know, all these things like. The Mark Ruffalo moment. Mark Ruffalo dies. That was like honestly one of the. It was. It's so traumatic because yeah. you think because yeah. Mark Ruffalo is set up like a typical as the movie. Hero. As, he set up as the he's hero. gonna be the white hero of this yeah. movie yeah. for real though. He's he supposed was to be the white hero and and then he gets killed and Jamie Foxx is like, oh my god, I don't have any. Like he believed me. And Tom Cruise is like, I don't care. Like yeah. he believed you. I'm not gonna kill him. Like shut up. Yeah. You yeah. know that's the beauty of the script, though. You give him something, and yes. then you take it away. Yeah. I don't care if it's Mark Ruffalo, and we all right. love him, and we think yeah. he's going to be. I mean, that's the best thing to take away. Well, he's Mark Ruffalo. He's not going anywhere. Right. Oh no! They, every time I watch the movie, I forget Mark Ruffalo. I do too. Yeah. I forget every, every time. time, and I'm like, oh, I get, we're screwed. You know, like yeah. it's it, it's it's one of the worst and best parts of that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's it's so great, and so that's why I, I and I think this is the thing that. I mean, specifically for this episode, I mean, we'll, we'll get into cause, but it's just like, for me, if more movies were like this, like, we wouldn't have a podcast, right? Because this is true. This is that thing that's happening where I, I really hope that people can understand, you know, the difference between, like, a movie that has to focus on the person being black and the black struggle, and that's the only reason they get to be the, the lead. And then a movie like this where, and I read uh, the... I mean, the the uh, I think it was either Michael Mann or the writer. No, the Michael writer Mann. Was. Michael Mann first wanted Adam uh, Sandler as yeah. the cab driver. Mm. Wow! Yeah. And uh, the writer wanted Robert De Niro yeah. as the cab driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a bunch of different people. Like I think Russell Crowe was the first person to play Tom Cruise's character, and then mm-hmm. it, whatever they had other people. But like when this guy wrote the screenplay, you know, he's white. Uh, and again, nothing against nothing against this, this whatever. This was talking about unconscious bias. I'm sure when he was writing it, he was thinking this person is white. If he thought the cab driver was going to be black, I swear to you, he yeah, would have written, written the film differently. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't. He expect he just in his mind was like, this is any this is an every man. And for most people still today, the every man, quote unquote, every man is still white. Yes. When the every man can be black, can be Spanish, can be Indian, can be Asian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It can be anybody. Then, you know, we're, we're not these, – these things about race don't have to keep going. But I don't know. So that, I just want to make that point. Well, no, man, that means that then you need more 
Because there's something about Jamie Foxx that he's been able to slide into that role. Because, I mean, going back to the kingdom again, it's another one where this is just a dude who shows up. And he gives a great performance in in that movie, too. Yeah. So what is it about Jamie Foxx that he's been able to do this and become this guy? Um, You get one. But no, what do you think though? Honestly, what is Wait, it about Jamie Foxx? Where and get one and, as a leading man, as because a leading even man, Don Cheadle, right? Who, I mean, is up there as far as I'm concerned with the gods yes. of acting. I, you know, I don't see him in those roles as much as he should. Very I rarely, I right? Say it, but I feel like I know what it is. What you think? What it is? is it? I feel like it goes on. I feel like literally now because they're both great actors. I feel like one is more palatable, and why is that? I feel like one is physically more attractive than the other. Maybe. Okay. And the thing which is, is fair to say of all actors. Yeah, yeah, which, anybody, yeah but yeah. the only reason I think the only reason I think it's a big difference is because, for instance, you can put Don Cheadle in like an action role, right? You can put him in an action role. But you can have Jamie do the shirtless whatever scene, be a hero, but then you also can mock Jamie up to be a nerdy dude, uh, 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 I don't know, if it was a, the movie about like a janitor or whatever. Like you can make him be those things, mm-hmm. whereas like because... I feel like Don Cheadle or Forrest Whitaker have a certain look to them. Okay, but like a, yeah. a phys- and I think and the thing is, I hate to say, but I feel like it's only physical. It's not even like talent. I feel like it's physical that they look a certain way. So I'm gonna put them in this in this spot. I hear you, I, and I don't disagree with that point. I think like physical appearance, like again, like all actors have to deal with that. Women especially, even more, right? Yeah, right, way yeah, more so than men. For sure. And but what about so? But if that's the case. Why not? What about like a Morris Chestnut? What about a Tay Diggs? What about well, you know? Why aren't these actors yeah. also? It's because of how you've established yourself, and so I would. I'm guessing that a Don Cheadle, who came along before Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. um, you know, somehow found himself going down a, a slightly different road, whereas Jamie Fox jumped in and kind of went. With the exception of a few movies, kind of went straight to let's let's make this guy a mainstream movie star type of type of dude, and I think I think I wonder where that was too because well, they, they definitely it, did what happened the same black year. quote unquote black movies. Yeah. To me, to me, if you take and I hate to compare actors, but if you take Don Cheadle, you take Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. The their Oscar movies happened the exact same year at the exact same yeah, time. Hotel yeah, Hotel Rwanda, exact same time. Right. But the thing is, is that. We all know John Cheadle's very fun, very charismatic. But Jamie is... I mean, Jamie can make you laugh. He was already an established comedian. Jamie was a package already. Jamie's yeah. younger, though. Yeah, he is. He's, and he's that's, slightly that's younger, your, though. Slightly I, think, younger. I, think, I, think, I think Jamie... You know, I think Don is seen as more of a, an older gentleman who... You know, I don't know. I don't know why Don Cheadle didn't drift over to, what, to yeah. where Denzel is. Yeah, true. I thought he was. Don's like three years younger. And He's younger than Jamie? Jamie no, no, sorry. Uh, three years older. Three oh, years older. Right, three okay. years older. Um, and so I yeah. think Jamie was just sort of a young, like a new Will Smith. This, this kind of dynamic can I, yeah, guy. He's like charismatic. He like, yeah. do, you have a, jokes. do you have a theory? Because I have one. I'm, uh, about why Jamie Foxx. Why Jamie Foxx. Like, just in terms of like, why was he able to do this? When so many people of color, I mean, for me, it, it's very in line with what, with what Gerard was just saying about like how he's was a package and how he is funny and how he, yeah. I mean, like he got Django and Django isn't the funniest. At least his uh, contribution to Django isn't the funniest mm-hmm. thing. But one of the things that Quentin Tarantino says is like, "Oh, I picked him because he was funny," you know. Yeah. And I just think that like, I think that that 
is uh, very accessible for people, and I feel like people, and I feel like for a while, for a while, Don Cheeto was playing like all kinds of different roles, you know, mm-hmm. and like and and uh, and I think maybe this thing about him being a little bit older, I think also is just like you know, it like Jamie popped at the right time, you know, and like mm-hmm. and was able to slide right into it, you know. But I think the older thing is it, you know, hits on two points. It's the just the time what you know where people were where we were all at where our heads yeah. were at when it came to casting black actors for x y and z roles and then yeah and now also jamie fox is just this younger you know more action yeah, movie, more, more movie starish type of guy and i don't think necessarily you know don Cheadle was going for that i mean i can't obviously i can't speak mm-hmm. for the man's career or to the man's career but I just I feel like Jamie Foxx was the like oh that's our guy who you know and uh, and you know like you ask about like Morris Chestnut and I think there are a lot of these other young black actors who were who were specifically who found that lane of well these are the movies that they're casting for you know I mean again Morris Chestnut been around a lot longer than Jamie Foxx and so Morris Chestnut is somebody who kind of found that lane and it was of you know black movies and it's hard to i think get out of that and have you know uh a, a white industry go oh yeah no you you can do this so too. can i yeah. can i offer my theory yeah. i think and this goes to collateral i think michael mann is the reason here's why <laughs> jamie fox was in those black movies man he was he did sure, right. yeah, the man did could work. not yeah. get a he was not in anything the the first the first dramatic role that anybody took him actually seriously for was Ali. You know who pitched him for that? Will Smith. Right. Okay, so maybe Will Smith gets credit think, too, right? Will Smith. Will Smith and Michael Mann. Yeah. But, so this is what I'm saying, though. is like Jamie Foxx was in Living Color. He's a, he has the Jamie Foxx show. It's very like black-centric. Yeah. Like very what we all deem. Which, and we talk about how maybe problematic this idea is. But whatever. Quote-unquote black movie. Black, something set like clearly targeted towards black audiences more so than white audiences not considered mainstream or whatever the hell mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and and don cheeto's an actor man like the yeah. man is a great actor who's yeah. been acting in movies for so long and like just based off of his acting brilliance like was able to keep climbing the the ladder right mm-hmm. he and he was in the crash which won best picture he was yeah. He, I know that lead. I know that movie is like an ensemble, an ensemble film, but like Don Cheadle's one of the main characters in that movie. Yeah. So is Terrence Howard, and neither of them got nominated. What's his name? Did Matthew? Uh, Matthew Brock. Was it Matt Lillard? No, not Lillard. No, uh, uh, Dylan. 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 Matt Dylan. Which mm. whatever. <laughs> I, I, mean, I remember I don't know like why that happened. Gets, I mean, that's oh, Matt Dylan's back. Yeah, yeah that's right. why. So, okay, exactly. so right. So this I is the thing, that, right? Man. Matt Dylan's back, right? Sylvester Stallone is back. That's why he got nominated yeah. for Creed, right? Like we have the like Hollywood loves these like little Sylvester Stallone legitimately a solid, I think, Oscar nomination worthy performance though. I would definitely no. It's good. My thing is, it's good. But like, if I had to compare, like, if I had to give up, if it was one spot left, and this thing is, if I had to pick between Sylvester Stallone and Idris Elba, to me, Idris's performance was stronger because yeah. it was it was more thought out. To me, it was sad to see. To me, it was like it was so much history with Sylvester. So it was like yeah. we're seeing Rocky get old. We're seeing Rocky get sick. I mean, that, that was cool. There was <sighs> there was something different. About, but wait, wasn't he supporting? He was nominated for supporting he was supporting. Actor. Yeah, okay. Idris was supporting too. He was the well, one. Idris. Idris. Sylvester was 
not not nominated for the SAG. Idris, I know it's not. We can't. It can't really. You can't say that Sylvester's the one who knocked Idris out. But like, you can't. I was just. I'm just I was comparing the two. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. But Idris was nominated for the SAG. Sylvester wasn't. Sylvester was nominated for the Oscar, and Idris wasn't. Uh, that's like the one difference in the category. Like, I can see that. Yeah, the. I mean, it's, but anyway, it's rough. sorry, I cut you off. I but I, I just, I was just making the point that like, so Jamie Fox does this. He does, he does Ali, and then he gets to do Ray. Now, if he had only done Ray that year, he might have even won. Forrest Whitaker won the Oscar too, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think Jamie Fox's career as a leading man might still have been not the thing that it was. But because Collateral came out the exact same year, mm-hmm. because Michael Mann after the white people that they wanted to first get weren't passed. And Michael Mann was like, well, I worked with Jamie Foxx before. He's very good. He's in Ray, which is probably going to get a lot of buzz. And the studio was like, oh, well, actually, if Ray's going to get buzz, then maybe we can, and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll put him in this. And he, he's put into this role where he gets to be not just a black person portraying a famous black person or a black person being in like a slave movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? He gets, he gets to, to be, be that and at the same time, do something completely different. People are like, "Damn, Jamie Foxx! You're talking about that guy who was yeah. on the Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. show on like yeah. the WB or whatever." Like, like, but then it's like, it's same- like, boom! He explodes onto the scene, and now he gets to do whatever he wants. Now, the projects that he picked out for this, well, because- maybe, maybe not the best, but he got to be a leading man for at least ten years. I mean, he still is, but like, you know, I mean, he, tough, he got man. to do a bunch. He got to do. Uh, what's that movie? Um, I mean, he had. To do, I mean, he 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 did Jarhead, a bunch of movies. He yeah, he did so many. Yeah. Stealth. He did a lot of action movies too because he. he but could. so then, and thinking, and, yeah, he did. Yeah, oh my God, Stealth came. He made a he right, made a couple right after all that, right? Don't um, that but then in thinking about what what you just said, right? It's like yeah, like we could we could totally give the credit to, um, to Michael Mann, but I, then it's also I'm not taking away the credit from Jamie Foxx, but like because yeah, because like. I, Jamie Foxx talks about in his Inside the that was what I was talking yeah. about because he talks about in his Inside the Actor Studio like all the movies and things that he's done in his major things that he's done in his career connect to things that happened in his childhood and yeah. advice that his grandmother gave him, mm-hmm. um, which I, I can't remember the specifics. Yeah, but like in thinking speech. about Ray in particular, like you know, what if it's even what if what it really is is Ray? Like what if the reason he is who he is is like how successful Ray was and like and his ability yeah. to to do that but to what, do that I, role and the way that the, he was the able difference to. though is what I'm saying is that uh Jamie Foxx gets all the credit because he has to do the acting. Like right, he's yeah. that talented. <laughs> but I'm just, I, I it kind of goes to some a theme that we talk about sometimes, which is like you need the studios. You need white executives. You need like the. There's a certain part of the industry that needs to prompt up you as a whole. Brie yeah, Larson is the next it girl, right? Jennifer Lawrence was that person. Like Sam John Worthington Boy- was John it Boyega for a while. Had, like J.J. Like, Abrams, like you know what? Mm-hmm. I know he didn't do well on this. I know one. your audition was give him again, but like, be just the, do this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but and even it's like to be the it person, to be the person who can like take anything, which is what black people need to be if they want to be in the films that yeah. we're talking about, and not just quote unquote black movies. You need like you need this like buzz. You need somebody to be like, no, no, no. Trust me, this guy. Who oh, are those yeah. actors? Well, I can tell you now because the thing is, who I think, I think we live. I think we live in a period of. Right now, no one naming actors in case someone tries to kill me one day. But I think we live in a period now of like no. we like you, not necessarily yeah, like yeah. your performance might have been okay in this movie, but I like you so much as like James the Third. Yes, that you're in that this movie. Too. Boom, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, nominate you because I like you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I think and I think Jamie and I think Jamie's a great actor, but I feel like 
Jamie himself is such a charismatic, he's such a fun person that, too, that yeah. we like him. Yeah. Like there's actresses and actors right now who are nominated for awards that if you look at some of those movies, you might be saying, eh, that was okay, but you like that person so well, much. Yes. It's like, they're there. Yes, but there are also actors like Kate Blanchett, like Meryl Streep, like uh, um, there, are, uh, there, are, there are actors who their public persona is not like, oh, this is a likable public persona type of person. Yeah. Yeah. They're not quote-unquote movie stars in like a Tom Cruise sense. They're just people who are like, this person can act. We know they can act, and therefore they're just going to be in everything because they're great actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are very few black actors who get to just be great actors and also the lead. Well, I mean, this is yeah. very Almost no, I don't. I mean, I mean, I mean Denzel, maybe? <laughs> I mean, but, you think about Denzel didn't get popping for real to like the big white audience until later in his career. You know what I'm saying? Like Denzel didn't make an action movie. Like, I think he could I think Forrest Whitaker people. is the is is one. I, he, he rarely gets to be the lead, but, but he he can be. Who are the Jamie Foxes right now running around? That's that's what you have to look for. That's what you have to look to because those people are going to be. Um, it, doing more kingdoms and collaterals and um we got one you know yeah i can think of one Who? right now the only one i can think of off my head I i'm sorry um women of color we gotta get you on more movies because this is crazy but i only can think of one dude mm-hmm. to me michael b is our generation's like okay. yeah like our generation's like the one who has going to be that guy but we need to but, see, okay but so then, we that's but that's what i'm saying it's a it's a problem that you can't think of yeah more more actors like that. I think Nate Parker forced his way in. I think he kicked may, the door down himself. He, he was like, y'all didn't get it to he me. Yet? Well, well, he hasn't he's... yet. He definitely hasn't yet. Well, no, but my thing is, if you compare, and it's, oh, I can't believe you know this. You know, if you compare, like, the Morris, if you do the Morris Chestnut, Jimmy Fox comparison, right? Mm-hmm. One made a lot of black movies. One has been given the key to, like, this white movie kingdom, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Nate Parker's been around for a long time. Yes. Making a lot of films. Like, again, like, some of those films may have been geared towards, like, a black audience, right? Mm-hmm. But you think of Michael B. Jordan, his movies still. You know, he had Chronicle. He had like Fruitvale Station, which still were like could have like a black caveat, but like yeah. it, they were still they were still different. So to Fantastic me, it's like if, if Nate Parker didn't do this movie in Sundance, mm-hmm. he would be our version of Morris Chestnut. No diss to Morris Chestnut, but he would be the the young Morris Chestnut. Maybe the yeah, he'll be, he's the we'll next Morris Chestnut. He would have been. Get out I, of that hope scene. That, in that scene, yeah. but I think now that he was able to do this movie on his own, he like propelled himself whereas like you know, i don't know maybe yeah, we'll i mean see. we'll see yeah, we'll uh, see. see here's the thing it takes more it takes michael b jordan to be doing more um fantastic four-ish stuff yeah more yeah, chronicle true. stuff and even in it, even in like chronicle he's the guy off to the he's like we got a we got a black it guy it feels like true. a token it, a little d- bit he it does true. and he to me was you know i mean uh, he was just as interesting as the other Really, I was more interested in watching him and the lead guy, and not the. There was another dude. Yeah, the good dude. The good, the good one. guy. The good yeah. One. The good um, one, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Creed. Because yeah, but it's funny because Creed, in terms of like, it's great, but I still feel like it. It feels like a black movie that's not a black movie because yeah. it's a Rocky film, and I think saying. it's easy for people to. So I think it's we're we'll sit here and go, this is an amazing performance, and he does a great job. But I think it's easy for people to sort of dismiss that as a, well, yeah, he's playing a young athlete. And da, da, da. He's a black Oh, yeah, he's playing a rapper. Da, 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 you know? Yeah, and yeah, and you know what I'm saying? It's not a star turn as creepy. Like, like, it doesn't. I feel like it could have been if people gave it more recognition. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I, I, that's the problem is yeah. the recognition. Right. Is the, it's easy to go. And look, I, people are worried about their own shit. 
Yep. It's not other people's job to worry about our shit. It's uh, it's down to us, which means that there's a structural problem. If you're just talking about the academy, right? Which instance, is what, yeah. We got the then that just has to be that has to be shaken up. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, look, people are doing it. They're, my favorite story right now is 24. This is the yeah. new 24. Yeah. Um, them actively going, we're gonna cast a black or Latino yeah, actor, Corey, yeah. And, yeah, and and then it's it's yeah, Corey, uh, what's his Hawkins, Hawkins, Hawkins yeah. yeah, who it's a female I, lead know, too, who did great in Straight Outta Compton, yeah, and yeah. and 24, and also shows like The Blacklist are are very good for putting actors of color. In these roles and keeping it that way. I mean, they're TV's just well populated. Yeah, TV they're has doing, been killing. They're man. not. They're not they're killing not, it, but they're they're trying. They're moving us to. Uh, you know, it's all about um, normalizing. Yeah, and not so that every man isn't just a white guy. Yeah, you know, and and I think TV is doing a better job of that than than movies. Yeah, there are a lot of swirls in TV draw. Oh man, there's tons of swirls. It's so crazy too because I was in it. I was watching this movie like. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Swirl. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Please, like, this is what I'm saying. Because the thing about the swirl. Like, we have these these. these is that films. like a type of lotion? Oh, no, no. This is... This, this, By the way, James, do you have any lotion? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I, no. So, so we found... We keep reviewing these movies with, like, black male <laughs> leads, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing, like, some of these movies, you know, were written for, like, a white guy first. Yeah. May have had a love scene in the movie when it was a white guy. And then when the black person steps in, it gets rewritten, and the love scene's gone. Right? <laughs> The, the, the female oh. white lead is still there, but now they're best friends. They're like cousins removed. Give me an example you know? of that. Beverly Hills Cop. Pelican Brief. That is the best. And Pelican Brief. Pelican Brief is. It's Denzel and Julia Roberts. And Julia Roberts was upset that it was out of that movie. I think Pelican Brief was on Denzel. I think he was. Oh, like, word? Wait a minute. Really? Uh, I think. Now I got to go back and check. Really? Because I, we, Kamau and I have talked about this before, how like Denzel was kind of like, let's not you know, be too hasty. And I think that was him kind of going, we don't need to, let's just keep it. I, I think it was Because he was worried about it? I'll tell you what. I think, I think a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll right. confirm, and then I'll update you. Yeah. That'd be I'll great. You, and you so, can, you know. But it, to me, it would sound like it would. Even if it was, it was even if it was on Denzel, it's still not on Denzel. It's our society's no, well, problem. Sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a uh, Anthony, uh, not Anthony Edwards. Eric LaSalle did that on ER, where they actually did. They wanted to um, have his. He had the, his character had a relationship with the British Alex Kingston, mm-hmm. and he previously he had a character with a black actress. I can't. Remember, I'm blanking on her name, but she's in Devil in a Blue Dress. She's the woman who uh, I think she gets killed or something. Or no, she doesn't get killed. Whatever. Anyway, um, he'd had a, a, a relationship with this actress and his uh, that, her character, and it didn't work out. And then he has this. His character has a relationship with this white woman, and he said, "We can't. I can't be a black actor, a black man, and and have the you know the only relationship that works out was the w- one with this white woman." Uh, and oh. so. They just kind of went, all right, we, we don't have to do that anymore, you know. Oh, really? So, But there is the thing with – I thought which, where you were going was like they put Will Smith in a movie and they get – Oh, you mean like, like a, he did an iRobot. It's like the, – the only reason I bring yeah. it up is because like for instance like in the world itself, I feel like the world is diverse. People date outside of their race and it's not a thing. Well, what? It's not a thing. That's – 
It's crazy, it's right? It's not right. It's not a thing. It's but not right. But for some reason, <laughs> and on TV, it's starting to sprinkle itself. <laughs> the only way, I'm sorry. I feel like, the, I got to interrupt. I feel like the room wasn't sure if I was serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, legit, <laughs> I legitimately was like, wait, what? I knew you were with me. Well, I knew you were with me. I knew you were with me. I was like this weird, like, I knew you were with look, me. white folks be with white folks, black folks be with black folks. <laughs> I knew you were with me. I knew you were with me. You got to clarify, though, because everyone on yeah, yeah, listeners someone listening will be like, wait a minute. like, oh, my God. I know. Could we have a lot of women who feel people feel upset to... about this? They think Gerard's pandering to white women. No, it's not. It's not even about. It's not, it's not a, I know. I know oh, it's sorry, not. I'm oh, saying. Oh, I'm sorry. explaining. That's why we have to talk about it. It's like, calm down. It's okay. Are you pandering to white women? No, it's <laughs> happening. Actually, matter of fact, I'm not even going to do a white woman in this. Oh, movie. okay. I'm. A, I'm actually recast the scene if you guys will let me. Finish. All right, so, go right, ahead. Go ahead. Why it's okay. happening? Okay, this is when this is when uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie have to go into the club to kill the second to last person, right? And it's the okay. it's the it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the so fat good. it's the fat Asian dude, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so look, I'm gonna take that fat Asian dude out put a beautiful Asian woman in that in that spot, right? So all of a sudden, so all of a sudden, so okay. now, so all of a sudden, now Tom Cruise is trying to kill this, this beautiful Asian woman. Right. And Jamie sees him. He's like, no, man, you can't, can't do this, right? So now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like the, the gangbangers are trying to fight Tom Cruise. Jamie gets to the Asian woman first, grabs her, and he starts running, right? They're running. They run up the steps. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they run up the steps. Okay. And she's like, what's happening? Someone's trying to kill you. I'm trying to save your life, blah, blah, blah. And they get to the room. He locks the door. All right, now they're now they're safe. They're like they're like they're like they're, 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 he gets they get into like they get into the bathroom in the club. No, no, they get into the manager's office. Right, okay. locks the door. Right, All right. Like, I mean we gotta protect yourself. We gotta protect yourself. She's like, don't worry, he's not gonna get here. He's not gonna make it here. Right. Listen, it's a while ago. It's a while. Like Tom Cruise is searching for him. A while. Hit me out, Tom Cruise. You know, movie minutes, movie minutes, movie minutes. All of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, like <laughs> you're making collateral too. <laughs> I know. This sudden, movie's told in one night. Dude. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, right? They're just together, like huddled up. You know what I'm saying? Scared for their lives. You know what I'm okay. saying? You get scared. You sure. Know, you get scared. You just want to hold somebody. The gangster you know Asian lady. You know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> listen. She might not be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know if that Asian dude was a gangster. He could be just. A, he wasn't a guy. He had, he had hard people around. He could. He could. Listen. He told people could, to shoot. <laughs> she. She could be. She could be okay. She could be a witness. She could be like the gang. Dude's daughter who witnessed something terrible happen right. and wanted to save a life. Okay, she wanted to help save a life. What if he was right. just like a high school gym yeah. teacher? Exactly. We don't know who he was. <laughs> the random dude. I just don't like that guy. Nothing about the case. I don't like him. So, all okay, sudden, so, all sudden, so they're huddled so, up. So, so, huddled up. So, so now they're on the ground. They huddled up. They got their back against the door because they don't want him to know, right? All of a sudden, you hear footsteps, right? Like Jamie's scared. Jamie's scared, but trying to keep it together. She's like, "Don't worry." Kiss him passionately. So they both are silent. What? Okay. okay. So, so they both are silent. They both are silent. So now, like, so both they're being strong together. And they're connected, right? They're connected. And you have this moment of two people of color mixed, just kissing <laughs> together, yeah. holding tight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just like I'm talking, about, I'm talking about, you gotta feel the passion. I don't know. If they, I don't know that people at home can feel the passion. Of, I'm trying to spew. Yeah, he's mic. real. He's right. flexing. Yeah, he's, he's super they, passionate. They're, they're, they're holding himself. He's, he's like, holding himself. Crossing his arms. Because you gotta himself. feel the passion. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's a sport that we don't see often in movies either. How often do we see the the Asian black squirrel? Have, oh wait, have we seen? We will. Wild Wild West. Will Smith kissed. <laughs> Of everybody who, who wasn't white. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and that okay. was, yeah, Bai Ling. Bai Ling. Okay, who cool. Is very cool. Okay. Yeah. Swirl number two then. Wait, what? What, what happened there? are two in swirls? Well, no, what is yeah. it? I just, want, I just want that swirl to happen. Yeah, how does the end the of this? How do they get out of that? that doesn't guys, work. first off, guys, There's I only get to the kissing or the sex. I never get to the outs after that. Oh, is this, oh, this is all about all right, this is that adding part. a swirl. Okay. You know what I really thought, where I thought you were going to go with this? If it's a young Asian woman. Jamie Foxx rushes to protect her. He thinks he's got to save this woman. 
And what she does is turn and pull a gun on him and try to kill him. And Tom Cruise has to save. Tom Cruise shoots her. And then you have that moment. Oh! Then you have that moment so the- where they see each other across the club and Tom Cruise is kind of like, I say, really? that, it, it's that you're my bitch moment. Yeah. That's that's what that's what you. You just come on here and just you come up here and one up my swirl I'm like sorry, that. Sorry, man. Just, you know, but shit. but that wasn't a swirl. No, that would have been a no. If no, the if swirl he swirl has to be romantic. No, but it's no potential. That could have that could have been a bromantic moment. A bromantic moment counts. If so Tom, a, a if Jamie would have looked, oh, if you Jamie Fox, if Jamie Fox would have looked across the room, wow. saw Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise would have gave him like a wink. What if Jamie Fox and, and he, Tom Cruise kissed in this movie? It's going. Think what, about it. You know, it is very weird when he's like, "I saved your life." Like, what if he? Even the end of the movie when he just sits there and Whoa. just looks at him a little bit as why, he dies. Because that moment comes from out of nowhere. You're like, why do you think that's relevant? After what? the cl- when he yeah, why do you think that's relevant? That, because I saved your life. That moment in particular, because it's like it's like if it is a romantic thing, you know, it's like he has grown connected closer and closer to him throughout the whole movie. To, I'm no, just saying. No, no, I'm, just no, saying, no, no, I'm no, not no. saying it for a romantic. I'm, it is oh, a relevant moment, relevant and I'm movie. asking you. So what do you think is happening oh, in, there in, that in the movie? The in that yeah. actual moment? Yeah. Oh, when he says, "I saved your life," I think it's a. Uh, 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 I think we are like really seeing his psychosis mm-hmm. there. See, I think I it's think like a strong it. highlighting of his because he does think right. he's like I've saved your I saved you. Yeah, yeah um, you should be thanking. Uh, you should be you should be thanking me for saving you. We're in this together. I think that that's like yeah. That's I think like he, I feel the, like he feels that, connected. He likes him because if you think about it, Mark Ruffalo early on says this reminds me of that case where that cab driver went around killed three people and then killed themselves in Oakland. Right in Oakland. So it's like shout out to technically. Like this, this is probably we're supposed to believe this is the same dude, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. technically, at the end of the night, Tom Cruise should kill Jamie Foxx. Yeah, right? but then he says, he but he says to him, him, he says to him, Jamie though, Fox keeps asking why haven't you killed me yet? But, but meaning that we're in this together, he says to him before that, he goes, you know, if you get out of this alive, you should call that, you should call that lady. If we get out, he said, if we get out of this alive. You should call her. Yo, but he knew that he was going to kill romance. her. Yeah, but anyway, we're so out of the swirl another, right now. You just took this to another level. I'm just, I'm just saying that there is that moment. It is. There is that moment in the thing. He has, he shoots one of the guards that's about to kill he Jamie. Does. Yeah, and he gives them a look. Like it is like we are in this together. We're connected. So you know what? Let's take that. Let's let's redo that look. Let's make it a wink. Let's make it a wink. Let's make it a wink. Why is it a wink? Let's make it a wink. Let's make it a wink. A wink, and then he's going to lick his lips. It still does. Actually, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. This is going to sound crazy. It does work in the. It still kind of works for Tom Cruise's character if that happens because of the what you said. It shows the psychosis. So this moment happens. Tom Cruise shoots this, you know, whether it's his woman or whatever, and then looks at at Jamie Foxx and Jamie Foxx is horrified and Tom Cruise kind of winks at him that's that moment where like you're seeing Tom Cruise's character in this fucking chaos yeah, yeah. just kind of go hey buddy aren't we having fun yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. know and, th- yeah. and that is kind of a, a interesting sort of wow. psychotic moment for, you know Anyway, so oh, I took us way off the rail. No, I you got took it to a different yeah, level. Right, okay. You took no, this world we above there, what yeah. I could possibly think. All right, let's end this. We had a bromantic swirl. <laughs> All right, that's no, but, see, but I'm glad that we went there because having like a deep connection that way mm-hmm. is a lot like 
After Earth because oh, in After he Earth, does this thing. like if you, no, what? because well, so so he does this. what are you talking about? Kevin, 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 I'm, Kevin got so confused. My question is, uh, got so confused. My, my question, my question, Kevin, is just, uh, and I'm just asking. This is for everybody, but just is After Earth good? Like, is it a good movie? Yeah, Have you seen up. it? I, I'm, no, I'm, yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, seen it. Uh, uh, a couple times. Um, you know, Will Smith says that was a mistake, right? He regrets I, it, right? I don't. I don't know if that is that a, an yeah, official after, quote. Like, what does After Earth have anything that? to do with collateral? Well, so, like in in After Earth, um, you <laughs> have no, please. no. So in After Earth, you have like a deep. There's like a deep connection. It's either mental or it's an energy that they refer to throughout the whole throughout the movie. Yeah, that you yeah, have to those, those weird creatures. Thing, those right? weird creatures. Yeah, ghost. Right. And in Look, in the monsters that with like the show monsters. up at the end, yeah, with the weird, yeah, they can uh, smell fear. So, but in, they, yeah, and sure. so, wow, well, Jamie Foxes have fear. That's right. Yeah. And so, and in and in, what are you doing? Collateral. No, I'm, just, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, in collateral, you know, uh, Jamie Foxx has to like come to grips. Yeah. I mean, he even has a moment. He has he's a moment when, when he's able to ghost. It's when he goes uh, and he pretends to be Vincent. He had no like, animals. Yeah, because like Vincent could ghost. He could go Vincent in and could out ghost all the time. He ghosts you know, the whole he movie. He ghosts the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Are we using the terms from After Earth right now? <laughs> so, just saying. Just saying. Just it was just a thought. Uh, do you think he would have killed Jamie Foxx at the end of the movie? Or do you think he wanted to see Jamie Foxx? That's such Fox? a good question. I really uh, wish I, I could have that question the entire time. I, I was I, trying to I 100% think he would have killed him. I think I he would have killed Jada, but not Jada. I think he would have left Jamie. Nope, I think he would have killed, killed, killed Jamie, but I think he would have done it and been, like, and been like, hey, man, I had a really great night with you. Yeah, no. Just that, so you know, this has mm-hmm. nothing to do personally. Personally, I really like you. Business-wise, I have to kill you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because he's like able to separate it. Like that was the whole thing. It's like he, yeah, he's like a psychopath in the, in the fact that he can just like separate killing from like yeah. humanity. See, I don't because, think he's totally a psychopath, though. Yeah, I think he's more calculating and just a bit, essentially a businessman. But he is sort of hardened, and he he can, you know. I think he would have left him alive to come do it again. Like for instance, <laughs> do he's it like, again. no, because I'm saying because he's always like, I, I hate coming sequel. here, blah blah. I feel like he would have killed Jada. Would have said some quick one liner, but like, oh, this was fun. Can't wait till next time. And then, like, literally, <laughs> can't wait. No, no, I'm not saying trying to have a sequel, but I feel like he would have literally attempted to do this. Terminator Two, baby. Jimmy would have came back all chiseled. Would have been practicing guns. He would have been ready for him. <laughs> it would have been like another rush hour. So many weird. Pitches. You imagine, yeah. but imagine Collateral Two, and it's a wacky it's, comedy. Oh my like, god, you know, that's actually like, yeah, Guess who's back? <laughs> and it, oh man, not again! You know, like, but Jamie's got his limo company and everything like that. Oh, I just got ah, this the limo. limo company. Oh man, that would all be right. amazing. <laughs> so it's time for the cause. Uh, we're gonna rate this film. Uh, the way we rate it, though, is not like on some 1 to 10 scale or how much we like the movie. We're rating it based on the cause, the cause being more leading actors of color in major motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we give it either a black fist, meaning it fully supported the cause, or a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing. Wait, this it. is about the amount of leading black actors in the So, ha- So I think we, the- there's all these different factors, but like I th- for me, the epitome of it is like, does this movie promote like oh, the idea yeah. that there should be more leading actors of colors in film yeah like especially when it doesn't revolve around them revolve around their race and it and it, and it yeah and and it could be either i mean it's both like how it helps actors mm-hmm. like actually it helps actors or like as just uh an example of a film you know what i mean like oh does this film show like yeah people of color if they're the leads in the movie 
it can be a good thing yeah, to the yeah. industry. Yeah. yeah but, uh, can I just point out something to you that's interesting with just making that point? Yeah. Uh, there's an actor in the film. His name is Richard T. Jones. Yes. Uh, I We went to Tuskegee together, and we were both in Raisin in the Sun. Um, what? So I follow his career. Yeah. We're, we're old friends. And so I've, I've always followed his career. And, and um, he was that dude who... I, at first, like I'm, I've always been happy for him and very supportive. Yeah, but um, not who is that he, he in the film? Me. He's, he's one of the cops. He's one of the cops, and that is my point. Is he Mark um, Ruffalo's like? No, no, he's one of the cops that stops them because of the winch. Uh, oh, he's, he's, he's in the wood. Form. He's in the wood. He's the first one who's like, get out of the car and yeah, pop yeah. the yes. trunk. Yes. Yes. That's wood. a great which, scene. Which, it's a great scene, but it's kind of, it's a little crazy because having watched his career. And yeah. at first, we all, I think we all have that moment where you see someone that you're a friend and they're successful and you instead of like, yes, it's, hey, what the, f-? you know, yeah, like well, that. Hey, I, hey, I don't hey, know hey. when I saw him in Renaissance Man. I was like, how the hell did he, you know, yeah, but you uh, props to that. But it's, it's a very interesting thing knowing the trajectory of his career because this was a guy who was in, oh, I forgot his first big thing. He was, he was a cop mm-hmm. in the television show. And then I saw him do some other stuff. And uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Ooh. He was a he was a, a one of the main characters in Recent. that. Yeah, and his he's had this interesting. But he was a guy who I feel like could have at least been where been that actor that we talk about. Like this guy can just be anybody. Be just anybody. put him in a thing. And it's so it it shows how difficult it is because and look no small roles or anything like yeah. that. But it was weird to watch him and go. I, I thought he was going to be in more of the movie, right? And yeah. then he was gone, right. and so it's it just shows what you're just dancing on a wire when you're a black actor, whether you're a man so or true. woman in this business, yeah. because j- that dude was on a rocket ship to you know, and now and he's doing fine. Yeah, he's, he's a got working something actor. New coming, he's a regular working actor, yeah. but it was it was just weird to see him like, oh, the, the guy from Sarah Connor, right. well, he's going to be. Oh no, I get that. Okay, there right. we go. You know, and, and so yeah. And also, like, we, and just to put this out to the podcast audience, like, we know not everybody can be the lead of movies. It's just that there are so many white leads. Yeah. And so few, like, people who get to consistently be the lead uh, who are people of color. It's just like, we, it, it can't be, and as long as there's so few there at the top, then, like, of course, the people at the bottom are never going to get, climb any higher. You know what I mean? Like, like anyway, so it's just that inclusion. Yeah. It's hard to get that because I know that brother works yeah. hard. I've seen him. Yes, and so it's that it's there has to be more inclusion, and right. there has to be you know. But anyway, whatever. So Sorry. on the count of three, we're gonna throw up what we feel. What are the what are the so it's either can, a black fist uh-huh. meaning it, does uh, help. It, it it helps the cause all the way, mm-hmm. a white palm meaning it somewhat helped, or nothing. Okay, meaning it didn't help. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Really, you're uh, giving that face. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right, here we go. A second swirl. I think is, that was a good swirl. Gerard's thinking about the fact that Tom Cruise is on the poster alone. All right, here we go. <laughs> Count of three. One, two, three. That's right. Yeah. All right. Oh. Four black fists. Four fists. I love collateral so much. All right, who wants to go first? Go Do you want me to go first? Oh, go ahead. All right, here's the thing. Uh, I wanted to make this 1.2 about the movie, like, there's a cool. I feel like this movie. I I, I liked the uh, example that Kevin gave about like <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise and his character Vincent and Jamie Foxx's character Max are like the actors in real life. It's like this passing of the torch almost. You know what I mean? Like, but it, I also think uh, in terms of black actors, Max had to risk something. He had to overcome something mm-hmm. to like get. 
I mean, we don't see him achieve the thing that he's supposed to achieve at the end, like his limo business, but we have the sense that he has the confidence now. And it, it kind of was, he was forced, he was pushed into this, I, you know, sense of you can't just wait, you can't just be there. You know, that's a lot of things that people are talking about now, like, oh, black actors are complaining or whatever. It's like, it's, it's, it's not just complaining, like, but we have, I'm not making any sense, but we have to like push forward. You know what I mean? Anyway, that the themes of the movie were so great. The bottom line for me is this catapulted Jamie Foxx's career, who is one of our other leading actors today. Um, And the movie had nothing to do with race. And he just Mm -hmm. got to be the guy that we can all relate to. Like, yeah, Tom Cruise has a fun bad guy character. People love watching bad guys. But Jamie Foxx is the every man. Like, and I think this probably more than any other movie we reviewed. I I honestly can't think of one that there was a character who got to really be the everyman, taxi driver, hardworking, blue collar kind of person who is has dreams, can't necessarily accomplish them, but is you know upright, upstanding citizen, gets in this whole thing, whole mess, you know, has flaws as well, and and we just relate to him throughout the entire movie. And it's not like, oh, this is a black struggle movie or anything like that. It's just like, this is just the dude. And of course, why wouldn't Jamie Foxx get cast in this? You know? If there are more movies like this, damn, man. So yeah, I gave it a fist. Uh, Yeah, I gave this movie a fist for the same uh, reasons. Um, Jamie Foxx playing that Everman character is really great. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the movie Bait. Came out in 2000. Okay, so this movie Bait. Not not shrimps. Scrimps. Scrimps. Prawns. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Prawns. Like, I, I remember prawns. seeing the movie Bait and being like, yo, Jamie Foxx need to be doing more movies. First of all, why did they advertise this movie as a comedy? I don't get it. I don't understand this movie. It's not a comedy. This movie is more a suspense kind of a movie. Wait, wait. Are you still talking about Bait? Or yes. No, no, no. I'm, talking, I'm, talking, I'm still talking about Bait. That was a and comedy, so, dude. And the way the... Well... No, wait. No, but listen. But so... <laughs> You know we're so, reviewing Collateral, right? No, but wait, but why it connect? Fine. <laughs> why no, it continue, continue. Collateral, Tell right? us how Bait is like After Earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the reason I bring up Bait is because um, he's he's a character in that that goes for a ride and things are happening to him, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, and and in this movie, uh, he does a great job of just being this subtle guy who's like being taken on this ride, and uh, and it's not about race; it's just about like it's just about him. And uh, that I mean, if only there could be more movies like this, just like just more movie after movie where it's just a person and not like not this person who is a black person because we wrote all these lines that say that, you know. Uh, so that's why. Did you have to bring up bait to say that? I d- I d- <laughs> bait? The man oh, likes man. prawns. Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, I don't have any more to say. I, I gave it a fist because it just comes down to the simple thing that we watched Jamie Foxx play a human. It's a straight up human <laughs> who wasn't like held down by the color of his skin or where he came from. <laughs> he just played a man who was driving a cab. And you know what happened when he got to play just a human? He got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. How crazy is that you can nom how crazy is that we live in a world where there's a movie where a person of color can just play a regular person that wasn't a slave, a rapper, doesn't you know, know how to do kung fu. Like, they just, a regular human we see on the street, and the performance is still so well that they still get an Oscar nomination. Who would have thought that shit can happen? Huh. Yeah. Maybe we should do that again. 
You know? <laughs> who are you talking to? I'm talking... I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just mad. <laughs> Maybe we <laughs> should return to that. I don't yeah. I'm just mad. Cause <laughs> You're just giving all of us the no, stink eye. No, really. right. Because now I think about, like, Jamie Foxx got this role, but has there been another person of color outside of just being black or whatever? Like, just I mean, any color that has been nominated for an Oscar for just... count Training Day or... Oh, was Training Day after this one? No, it was before. Anybody after this one? I mean, Forrest Whitaker is playing an African war- warlord. Right, something like that. But no, I see what you're at. I never. My question is like, we, we've had this thing. Like, has this, like, has this trickled throughout like Hollywood in some? Has it rippled outside anywhere? of like Will Smith, who has clearly established himself as just a movie star? Right. Yeah. So we need a fire pilot. Get get Will Smith. You know. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm struggling to think because even if you go, well, Don Any Cheadle, race, he Don Cheadle. The thing that I really should have said about is he's more. I think he's always been seen as more of a character actor. Yes, true. so that's why he veers off into this mm-hmm. other you know lane. But your uh, your new young black movie star who you're going to put in a movie about a guy driving a taxi cab that gets hijacked, or a dude who has to go to you know the kingdom to to deal with a, a, a bombing, or you know, I mean. He keeps doing these because he also did. Um, what's the movie with Robert Downey Jr. where he plays the homeless the guy? Soloist. The Soloist. Yeah, the Soloist. Was that? Oh, that was that a true story though? I think it, it was. Been. It was based on. Yeah. Was a, okay, but but well. still, but still, it wasn't like it wasn't like the black homeless dude. At least he was like I don't know. My thing is, I just yeah, I liked it because it was just not about yeah. his skin color. It was great. Oh, uh, yeah. sorry, you're yeah. all looking at me. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I James said there need to be more movies like that, and I would say there are more movies. I gave it a, a fist. Uh, Black Power Fist, and uh, there, there are <laughs> there are more. There are plenty of movies like that. You just don't have to take these actors and put them in those movies. Oh, yeah. You have to go. You have to look beyond what you're thinking. Yeah. And I know for a lot of these guys that the, the, these studios and these directors are thinking, well, box office, I can't make this. You know, right. I mean, Ridley Scott, his whole defense for for you know Egypt gods and gods and kings is look yeah. i can't man I'm, you know i can't make this 140 million dollars this 140 million dollar movie with what stars. he said muhammad so and so from such and such yeah that'll oh, yeah. that so in and of itself is a whole just dial it down really. every slave in the movie was still black he's yeah every yeah. other person besides could the main do also well, guess what also guess what that. that movie bombed and nobody freaking saw well, it so. yeah that yeah, was, good. It was awful but um <laughs> but you know he's the problem is that he's right right and that is what needs to be changed. And that can be, you know, there was an issue with uh, uh, Denzel when the Sony emails came out and the, you know, what's her face was accused of being racist because she says, well, you know, uh, black actors aren't as bankable overseas. They're not going to, you know, and people are like, how could she say that? You know, and well, it's true. Yeah, that, that right. is true. There's, but, so how does that change? You just normalizing, you know, where are the uh, where are the other Jamie Foxes? Hey, there's this John Boyega over here. Maybe we should put him in more put shit. In and more you know, it's all about elevating. And, you know, that's that it's it's on it's on the industry to go. Let's just put this, uh, you know, Hawkins kid in the 20 in the new 24. And let, that's that's what it's all about. You yeah. Know? So uh, but yeah, I feel this movie does a great job. It's just just looking at a guy that looks like me. Running around kicking ass, yeah, and, and doing you know what he does. And honestly, if you even if you listen to this and you hadn't seen the film, go watch it. It's so it's the great. acting is so good. Even yeah, even not even good. even if the surprises aren't there, but just the ugh, every scene, like I, I, the direction is good. The the sound, uh, it's just, it was all good. Do you think he 
figures it out in the end, Jamie. Fox? That's a good that's question. The, that's the thing that the movie to me lacks a little bit. I was like, so what? Well, so where does he? Yeah, where does he go? The one thing, other thing, I I will say for her, we didn't really talk about it much, but for our women listeners, like I, Jada Pinkett Smith, she her her character was like. The idea of her character was like a strong woman, mm-hmm. but like she do- is reduced at the end to like getting Dams saved, damsel in distress. Like, yeah, I, you know it's so funny because in the Star Wars movie, there's that scene. Spoiler for Star Wars, but honestly, if you haven't seen it by now, you suck. Um, <laughs> there's that <laughs> no, there's that scene. You know where like where Ray yeah, is, Ray. is uh, I mean Finn is grabbing Ray's uh, hand yeah. and running, and she's like, "Why do you keep grabbing my hand? Like yeah. I can I know how to run." Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that happens in this. I couldn't I couldn't help but notice it. I was like, "Oh look, Jimmy Fox yeah. keeps." grabbing jada pickett smith's hand like she yeah. can run like you don't need to yeah. grab her hand like that being said i i i know she i mean I, she was running in heels i know though. she never tossed those heels. and uh <laughs> yeah yeah but at uh, no point did she ever toss those yeah heels. but uh <laughs> girls toss heels but yeah the and it definitely failed the bechdel test like the women didn't speak to each other anyway was there another woman besides there was one woman who was also an fbi agent who like kind of spoke a little bit there's jamie fox's mom and jamie fox's oh, jamie mom. Fox's yeah, mom. Jamie mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and then the one woman who's the fbi agent that's pretty much it i think anyway but really great movie go watch it and three or four black fists so oh do you have anything w- would you like to plug kevin other than the um i don't know keep watching last week to- or don't keep um, we've been off the air uh we <laughs> last week tonight comes back on the air on uh february 14th oh nice um and uh you can, oh, I got a web series out on Comedy Central. Oh, awesome! It's called White Flight. Uh, it was uh, written by myself and Matt Bronger, a uh, fellow comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's basically about what happens in the year 2042 when all the when a the the corporation that runs the country decides to uh, transport all the white people up to Canada. To the, <laughs> the new United States, except for a white person every twenty-five miles, and Bronger plays that that uh-huh. guy Gary, who's oh just my like, God. and it's just all people of color and Gary, That's and uh, so it's called White Flight, uh-huh. and uh, it's out now, uh-huh. and um, and also um, check. I I put this video out. It's called uh, it's called the Wiz the Wiz with an H. And uh, it's a response to people being angry that you remember when the Wiz Live came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was like uh, I drunkenly one night was ranting about something, and I was like, "I'm gonna create an all white version of the Wiz." <laughs> and then the next morning, I woke up and I was like, "Did I just say I was gonna?" Do-? And then we shot it. So uh, it's it's <laughs> oh, called yeah. it's called the Wiz W H I Z Z. They got the and crows in it, and it's uh, do they got what? Got the crows in it. The crows are in it, oh. um, and it's uh, yeah, it's a fun little video. It's out there right now on Fusion, Fusion on their F comedy site or something. Cool. You look up the Wiz, the W H I Z Z. Yeah, great. And, and listen awesome, to uh, the Denzel. oh yes, the podcast. Jesus, <laughs> oh my God, yes. Please listen to uh, Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time. Period. We have uh, some cool guests coming up. We got, right. I think we might have India Re. Oh, I say might. All right, all right, but we're definitely. Yeah, don't hold. It. All right, don't, don't, don't hold him mean, to it. It's don't already. It. It's happened. That's, <laughs> nice. that's, uh, our, our next episode is awesome. uh, is her. She's our guest, and we have other surprises coming up too. So great. Thanks again for coming. Thank yeah, you for yeah, having yeah. me. This was really fun. All right, for Black Fizz Collateral, go watch it. We'll see you in a second. Bye. Lotion. <laughs> All right, it's time for some plugs, y'all. Pickly plugs. Uh, first of all, you can follow us on Twitter at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
And you can check out our website, blackmenpodcast.squarespace.com. All right. Uh, somebody shouted us out from Ghana. 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 West Coast Africa represent. You know y'all. what I was saying? So In international. For real, y'all. Hey, yo, Let listen, us know where you, you're listening from internationally, please. Yeah, man. Listen, if you in like Antarctica, hit us up. We would love to shout you out. Oh, my you goodness. Asia. If we got an Asian listener, no, we, we would be on we, every continent. I feel, I feel like, I feel like uh, we got a message. Um, there's a person who lives in Asia, but she's not actually Asian. She's like, well, you have one listener. Uh, so technically, I think that Wait, counts. Who? Hold on. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm going to look at it. All right. Up. Anyway. Anyway. Um, also, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Give us some of that five-star review. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can check me out at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram, johnbraylock.com uh, for shows and dates and stuff. And today, today, wait, is it today? What are you talking about? What yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Today, How to Be Single came out. Oh, John the Braylock, the famous I'm, John the Braylock is in a movie. I'm in y'all. that movie, y'all. Jonathan Braylock can jump in Hollywood. Yo, yo, when you see that cab driver, give a whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go see How to Be Single in theaters starring a bunch of people and me. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about the other ones. My boy in that joint, though. Fourth build, Jonathan Braylock. No, I'm... Um, <laughs> Dude, legitimately twenty sixth. You know he's third. There's field, so bro. many people. He's, oh, he's third. He's oh third my god, field, it's bro. Dakota Johnson, okay. Allison Bree, Jonathan, Rebel Wilson, Damon Wayans Jr., Jason Manzuki. I don't know none of them. I don't know none of yeah, them. Who are these? Leslie Mann. Who, bro? Leslie uh, Mann. Come on. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we what go. you got? Uh, Liz Ma sent a message to our Facebook page. Hey guys, love your podcast. I heard the Good Burger episode, and I want to let you guys know that yes, you have a listener from Asia, all the way from Korea. But I'm not Korean. I'm Puerto Rican. I just live in Korea. So we taking that. We on every continent. We y'all. doing it. Boom, baby. Except for except for our Australia. We have a New Zealand. We have a Kiwi, but we don't have. Yo, know, if you're from Australia, you gotta shout us yeah. out. Do I count New Zealand for now? Yeah. But thank y'all for listening, though. Thank y'all for yes, listening. Thank y'all, very James. Much. You gonna you got some plugs? Plug some? Yeah. Uh, JamesThirdComedy.com at JamesThirdComedy Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Why your voice? Go like that. This is my plug voice. Ugh, disgusting. It's great. Jira? Uh Look, oh, I want to make I want to make an apology because I, I I realize people like send Facebook messages about like nice things. People who are like I hate the squirrel. People I love whatever. Apparently, Facebook I didn't know had another like section where messages go. So I've been trying to like respond to all of the messages, even if it's love or hate. So bear with me. Yeah, I'm respond. Thank y'all. To be honest, stuff. we got a lot of we have a lot of love for the squirrel on iTunes reviews. We had a couple of we had like a couple we had like a couple where people were like uh but like the last like six or so people have been like I love this world keep doing it. Yo, listen, guys, we're just trying to we're trying to bring everyone together as human beings and on then this earth. Um, one, we have love. a um, journey through Black History show February. What is it? Twenty six. Twenty six. Thirty. It's a Friday. PM. Yep. It's so at if you're in New York City, Chelsea, New York, twenty six and eighth, come hang out. Seven thirty. Love. And uh, and we gonna be at South by Southwest, y'all. Yeah. March eleventh, Friday, March eleventh, three thirty p.m. at the North Door. North Door. North Theater. Door. North Door. Um, you can go uh to our Facebook page or you can go to our website page. Yeah, to find out tickets and information. Uh, so if you're gonna be at South by Southwest, you make sure you check us out. We're gonna be with some other Headgum podcasts. I think yeah, John Gabris is. Gabris gonna be with us. Um. Uh. 
but Dega Boys? Yeah, yep, yeah, they're gonna be Dega Boys. Listen, guys, it's gonna be you going. It's gonna be hot. Fun. It's, it's gonna, gonna be South by Southwest. Red. Ooh, I'm about to go. Yeah. I might. Hey, hey. I might buy some flip flops. Uh oh, yeah. I don't, I, even, I don't even like. I don't even like put my toes what? in the air because it's gonna be hot, and I'm gonna nope. be on vacation. Right. We out here. It's South by Southwest. We about to get vacation, Gerard. Okay, that's all for now. Uh, next week we are reviewing the film. 12 Years a Slave. Man, I don't want to review. We're doing it. 12 Years a Slave, our NYU live show. Uh, you already missed it if you're listening to this now, but that's the that's coming out next week. Uh, so I'm not going to recommend watching that again if you've watched it already. Yeah, yeah if you've seen it already, just listen if to If you it, haven't seen it, it, you know. Just read the synopsis or something, man. It's like, anyway, we, my, I will say this, We're going to get into it. It's my first time seeing it, and I'm uh, scared. All right. Here we go. Next week. See y'all. Bye. We're so good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.